Yo, here, what up, people? Ooh, gang, what up? What up? What up? What up? UFC two seventy one. UFC two seventy one. Banger yes. of a card. Big banger. Big banger alert. Um, first and foremost, what's good, everybody? Yeah, what, what up, up chat? What up, people? Much love. Good to see y'all. We got we're in for a fucking hell of a fight card. <laughs> um, first and foremost, you already know. Let's get right into it. What's his name? Tell me what his name is. William Knight. Uh, well, yes, William Knight. Talk to me. Talk to me. Missed, Chat, talk to me. Missed weight by twelve pounds. Um, fight was moved up to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But we will say that he did take this fight on short notice. Okay, I, that I didn't know. He took the fight on short notice. That's fair. He actually even posted something on Instagram about the whole situation. Let me see if I can find it. But uh, is basically. He posted a picture of himself saying, you know, I'm sorry, this won't happen again, blah, blah, blah. I tried doing the right thing for the UFC, taking this fight on short notice, and now I'm the bad guy. Like, we get to see who the true snakes are, snakes in the grass. Oh, damn. Yeah, so he, he was like, right. yeah, yeah, he basically was like calling him out like, I, I, I tried helping the UFC out, taking this fight on short notice. I missed weight by 12 pounds, but still, like, I'm trying to help you guys out. Because 12 pounds, I was like, that's a right. shit ton. I was like, no, you, did you try? Yeah, that's a lot. It, well, what was funny to me though is how he walked up to the scale. Did you see how he walked up to the scale? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he was yeah. like, he eyed it. Like, he he lined up. Like, turned sideways. He looked at it like this and was like, "All right, what you gonna do for me, huh? Yeah, yeah what right. You gonna like- do for me, scale? <laughs> yeah, it, it it didn't work out. But uh, yo, honestly, I didn't know he took the fight on short notice. So it is what it is. If he tried to help out a situation, jumped in. What short notice though? What, like a week or so? I think it was like. Like a couple days. Ah, uh, come on, we can't blame the guy then. Had to be. Hold on, let me pull. Let me pull up my Instagram because he posted on Instagram. But also, just don't accept the fight too. Well, that's the thing. You can, you know, they don't force you to take the fights. And like, first of all, he's losing money. Obviously, forty percent of his purse. That's a lot. Forty percent. Yeah. Forty percent is a and lot. And he's yeah. he's not he hasn't been in the UFC for that long, so he's not making he's like not making a lot already. So yeah. And so if he imagine he loses, so if they take, let's just say, let's just say he making. 20 grand, right? Let's just say he's making 20 and 20. Say he loses, 40% of that is gone. So that's like a, a solid 12 Gs. Also, Chad is saying two weeks. Two weeks notice. But yeah, 12 grand? Yeah. He He's on his... Hold on, let me pull up his record right now. He's on his fourth fight. So this is it. He got a new contract then. Okay, so they probably paid him nicely to take the, the short notice fight. But two weeks still? All right, this is what he posted on Instagram as well. I tried my best on short notice. Definitely not the kind of fighter I am, and it definitely won't happen again. Crazy I turn into the bad guy trying to save a fight on short notice. I'm happy the real snakes have shed their skin today. I'll remember this moving forward for sure. God has blessed me with this as a lesson, and I'll definitely make sure I do better next time. Fight is still on tomorrow at 8 p.m. It's now at heavyweight. Nice. Okay. And when he says snakes, I mean, that could just be anyone around him. You don't have to be talking to the UFC. Well, I know, but It could just be like, you know, people that are like, Coming down on him and we got to make it dramatic. We got to like throw some spice in there. I guess you're right. You're right. But two weeks, I feel like that's two weeks is not enough time. I don't. Two weeks is not enough time for twelve pounds. So okay, what would you say then? Like to cut weight, but yeah, it, it's different, man. Like honestly, like cutting weight is a is a science. It's one thing he probably could just go and sit in the sauna, kill himself, torch himself, and then fucking make the weight, and then go in there and get starched up, and then everybody just forgets about him. Mm. But if you want to cut weight properly, it takes time. You know what I mean? So maybe he strategically said, yo, I'm not going to kill myself. I can't make the weight. Mm. 
I'll take the. It, it happens sometimes. Sounds, from, sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. Jared know. Burger King Gooden, as the fans like to call him. <laughs> Why do they call him Burger King? Because uh, he missed weight oh. <laughs> by like eight pounds. Uh, average. That's what it is. I don't know. Why do you guys call him Jared Burger King Gooden? But it's but it's for this dude. I feel like. Weight cut is just, and he's a big guy. Weight cut, yeah, it, he's takes, massive. it takes time. It takes time. So, honestly, I'm not even going to. Two weeks is not enough if you're cutting weight properly. Um, yeah, he's he's massive. He's a honestly. big boy. He really is big. 100% a big boy. <laughs> Should have just not accepted the fight if that's the case. True. But Jonkins, Jonkins the pimp said, because he ate Randy. He's talking about Jared Gooden. Because he ate Randy's front kick like it was a whopper. Damn. <laughs> Right, well. But yeah. Oh, no way. Are you serious? <laughs> You're such a liar. Yeah, that's such bullshit. That's a lie. Who's this? Anderson Silva? Yeah. You know, Anderson Silva used to go to McDonald's every <laughs> really? night before his fight. Really? Every night before he fought. Then he got sponsored by McDonald's or Burger King, I think. One of them. That's funny, actually. No, he ate one every night before his fight. That was his ritual. I could see it. <laughs> um,. But yeah, yeah. You want to hop into the fights then? Let's do it. Let's do it. Who we got for this one? How we looking? Uh, William Knight, three and one in the UFC so far. Dana White Contender Series guy, uh, Maxim Grishin. He is new to the UFC, but he has a record of thirty-one wins and nine losses. Wow. Uh, this is his only his fourth fight in the UFC, and he's one and two so far, coming off a loss. Okay. He fought, but he fought in PFL. He he was undefeated in PFL actually. Uh. He was, he's 1-2 and two now. 1-2 in, in the UFC, undefeated. Who did he fight in the PFL? In PFL, he fought Jason Butcher, Rockham Cleveland, Smiliano Rama, Jordan Johnson, Makahil Montanakin, and Jordan Johnson. Was he in the tournament, the million-dollar tournament? I'm not sure. I don't know, honestly. He has two draws from PFL, though, so See, I don't really know. Doing good in PFL, come to the UFC and get cooked? And he's 1-2. Listen, listen, he has a TKL win. A million dollars sounds good. Mm. It sounded real good, no? I think <laughs> no, Make the transition No I'm staying I'll stay <laughs> uh, But yeah Who we got picked for this one uh, I don't know it's, it's tough now I feel like Just because of the whole Situation of William Knight I'm going with Maxim I got Maxim You think You think this weight cut And just everything That's getting Is just gonna weight, what Throw him weight off weight cut speaks It speaks volumes You know as far as cardio And uh, just the t- kind of shape That he's in Granted he took the fight notice, On two yeah. weeks notice um, We don't know what kind of shape He was in prior to Taking the fight um, it's a, it was a new contract, which means he was on his last couple fights on the contract, you know. So three and one, he I feel like he's he's gambling on himself right now. I so mean, what, get, yeah, I get true. that kind of vibe. So, true. um, I think he's banking on a big, the big bang, you know, one big shot to get him out of there. But I feel like I feel like Maxim, he's been preparing for this fight, right? Mm-hmm. He's probably in better shape. Um, Williams is strong as fuck. Yes, but if he doesn't get him out of there early. I'm going with Maxim Williams. If it's not Williams early, it's Maxim later. Mm. Uh, William Knight is the underdog at plus 150. Maxim Grishin favored at minus 170. Yes, sir. Oh, I got three locks for y'all tonight. Oh, do you actually? I got three locks for the Rude Gang tonight. I got three locks, so get your three locks ready. You see how that look at my fingers to make sure um, I was holding three fingers? Cooked. Wait, hold on. I saw a video. How do you How do you do the number three? Me? Yeah, how do you hold it up? Okay. Sometimes like this. Yeah, because... Sometimes cause like this. People, there was a video on... I forgot what it was, and these girls were, like, walking up to guys, and they're like, show the number three, and they're like, all guys hold it like this. 
And I was like, if I was asked, I would literally do this. Yeah. Right? What are y'all white guys? Yeah. Racist. Move it, carry on. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. All right. Next fight we have Jeremiah Wells versus. I'm sorry, excessive. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, why? What do you say? Uh, not true. Um, up next we have Jeremiah Wells versus Mike Mathetha. Mathetha? Uh, AKA Blood, Blood Diamond. Diamond. Yo, that name is fire. Yeah, that is a sick name. And he is also uh, the first. Um, where is he from? Is he from Cameroon, I think? No, he's, if he's the first something, he can't be from Cam- Cameroon if you're going to say he's the first from his country. All right. What am I saying? What are you saying? No, 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 no. He's, I forgot where he's from, but he's. He's from first, a country in Africa? Yes, to represent. He's the first one that, from that country to represent. Yes. Was it Zimbabwe? Oh, Zimbabwe, you're right. Yeah, I think yeah, it was correct. Zimbabwe. Uh, so, no. yeah, he's the first Zimbabwean, Zimbabwean. Yes. Person to uh, fight in the UFC. So that's pretty that's crazy great. right there. That's but that's nice and all. But yes. that's nice and all. <laughs> and he's a, he's teammates with Adesanya. Exactly. So you know you he's know, got he's that hype. Some good work. Apparently he's a a a, a group standout kickboxer. Mm. Um, Izzy's been talk, talking him up. He performs. Well, he has a ton of experience in kickboxing. You know, being but he's being signed by the UFC with only three fights. Yes. Three and oh, he comes three in. Three MMA fights. I do not care what background you're coming from. If you don't really have an elusive style, you know, if you're coming from kickboxing where it's kind of like that Dutch style, I'm, I would love to see what kind of style he has. But um, if it's that anywhere similar to that Dutch style, he does not do well against Jeremiah Wells. Jeremiah Wells is um, an explosive motherfucker, strong as an ox. He can wrestle. He's wild. He's throwing a bunch of punches. But um, I feel like anything that connects from a guy like Jeremiah Wells um, will put uh, Blood Diamond to sleep. Mm. And if Blood Diamond is there to be hit, he will go to sleep. Mm. I promise you. That's my other lock right there. That's my first lock of the night, boys. So Jeremiah Wells is the first Jeremiah lock. Jeremiah Wells, first lock. Oh, he's coming off a KO win in his UFC debut. Yes, over Wally Alves, right? Mass. Yeah, that, that knockout was actually like was, scary. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah, that was insane. Um, But like you said, the inexperience of 3-0. and Okay, so what? He has a bunch of kickboxing, kickboxing, kickboxing fights in the past, and he has a kickboxing, boxing experience. Mm-hmm. But once again, we've talked about it many times the transition from kickboxing over to MMA only it's works so for different. select few. It does. It's not for everyone, and and we kind of like are blurring the lines now, right? The guys, <laughs> all the guys who did well that came from Glory Kickboxing, or that that's noticed the styles. They had a very unique style. Mm. They actually have all similar styles. Giga, Adesanya, very elusive. In MMA, you got to treat them gloves like knives. Um, typically, in kickboxing, glory style kickboxing to be specific, the guys stand, they tend to stand right in front of each other. You know what I mean? It's you go, I go, hands up, high guard, pop, 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 boom, end off with that low kick, mm. right? Pop, 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 boom, you go, I go, you go, I go, right? And it's more like a tough man competition. Highly skilled, don't get me wrong. Highly, highly skilled. But it's just not very conducive for mixed martial arts. As we can see, Gohan Saki tried the same thing, got making worked. the transition, got work. We've seen several kickboxers make the transition, and it didn't work for them. The select few that it does work for have a very similar style. They move a lot. What about Mark Hunt? Heavyweights. Very <laughs> true. different. True. Very different. Well, there you go. He's talking about Blood Diamond. He he is. I saw a few clips. Yeah, I, I okay, that's clips. what I was going to ask. Did you watch? Yeah, did you I watch? didn't watch him fully. I just saw a few clips, and I was once I saw that, 
because Adesanya was talking him up, I was like, all right, I'm definitely gonna gonna have to look at this dude and see what's good. See what's good. So and I saw a few clips, and that's why he, that's why Jeremiah Wells is my lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So there you go. First lock of the night. Um, although he's getting a lot of hype, obviously for training with uh, City Kickboxing, Adesanya, and all that. Um, I feel like I agree with you. Um, Jeremiah Wells is gonna take this one too. Rasta reverence that we can't hear her. Who can't we hear? Soph? Talk to your mic, yeah, Soph. Speak. She didn't really say anything. Oh, wow. Speak again? Oh. It's not plugged in. Oh. Don't worry. We will. I will open a beer for everyone. Go ahead, Soph. Gypsy King says, what up, boys? He looks legit, but, man, I doubt he gets the pull without City Kickboxing. Mm. Go again, Soph. We got nothing. Hello, chat. How are we doing tonight? All right, we her mic's out. All right, so, so Mike's is, mic is out. I didn't even realize that. Well, no talking from her. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. We'll survive. Yeah, we'll make it. Um, Gypsy King says Jeremiah is tough, and Wadi says he's a banger, but so is cool. QT yes. QT says last guy Izzy hyped up was Carlos, and he got starched in ten seconds. Eh, all right, well, he's he's also on the card. Yeah, and it doesn't. Right. Once again, cool another, say, but it I'm, doesn't matter if you're hyping them up. You're gonna hype your teammates. Of course. You're always gonna if hype I your was, teammates. If I was getting in there, you would hype me up. Oh yeah, I'd hype the fuck out of you. <laughs> what would you I'm say? I'm on a big stage, I'm <laughs> on a main event. I would hype the shit out of you. I would not not go say go so. Yep. Yeah. There we go. That's exactly <laughs> what I would say. <laughs> but anyway. So we um, both got Jeremiah Wells? Yeah, I'm going uh Jeremiah Wells here. Well, the odd specialist, uh, did not get this one actually. Hold on, let me see. Is it on the UFC website? Because I couldn't find it yesterday on there. Let me see. I don't see any odds, I'm but curious as to what it is. Uh I can find it right now, actually. Um Jeremiah Wells minus two hundred, Blood Diamond plus one seventy. I love how they have his name as Blood Diamond too that's on this fire. website. Yeah, that's actually kind of sick. But Jeremiah Wells minus two hundred, Blood Diamond plus one seventy. So and as Randy said before, Jeremiah Wells, number one lock for all you betters out there. You fiends. Yeah, that's our first lock of the night. Get oh, that well. money in there, you fiends. Jeremiah bags. Wells. Uh, Gypsy King, 138. He says, I wanted to like I wanted to like the dude just because of his name, but Jeremiah is too good and too experienced in comparison. His name is like uh, Methody? <laughs> Mike, Methody, weird Mike name. Methody. Weird name, LOL. Oh, uh, is that his real name? Mike Methody? Yeah, some, yeah that's what it says. Mike uh. Methody. Oh wow! Well, you know what? I, Jeremiah Wells is just, he. Only thing is, if it's in the later rounds, we could see Jeremiah Wells slow down because he starts very strong. He carries a lot of muscle. He's super explosive. Mm, you know, he throws from everywhere. He does not stop. But if he can maintain that, I think he he gets it done. Mm. Honestly, he may even finish the fight early. Wow! Look at that. Well, once again, number one lock and minus two hundred. So. Up next. <laughs> what? Lisp. Yeah, Methethilis. <laughs> All right, next up, what we got? Bantamweight division, Douglas Silva de Andrade versus Sergey Morozov. 
Uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade, 27-4 record. Uh, he's been in the UFC since 2014. Nine years. Nine years yeah. he's still been running. He's coming off a KO win, too, in 2021. How old is he? Look how lean this dude is, man. The dude is shredded. How old do you think he is? He looks like he's like 39, 38. He's 36 years old. 36? Damn. He's been through it, bro. That dude looks shredded, though. Um, but his opponent, Sergey Morozov, a fighter out of Kazakhstan, our fellow another, uh, another Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan we saw last weekend. Our fellow Kazakhstan? I mean, a fellow Kazakhstan. Okay. I do not associate with Kazakhstan. Please get that right. Uh, <laughs> Seventeen and five record, though. He is one and one in the UFC so far. So this is his third fight, and he fought in all over probably Russia. M one random ass spots in Russia. Douglas Silva. That's that's what I'm running with. That's who you got. That's what I got. I really don't know much about these guys. I'm gonna be honest, so I, I couldn't tell you. So did you touch any of those buttons underneath? That's so weird. I don't know why your mic is she. Yeah. Don't switch anything on or off, though. Alvin right. there says USADA for Douglas. Yo, speaking of USADA, they emailed me again this morning. Mm. Saying what? They sent, they're Tested sending out, they're, they're like, uh, they have this thing, I forgot what it's called, but now they're doing, uh, it's pretty funny, tip, anonymous. Uh, oh, yeah, we're talking about tips, tip. yeah. So you can, like, tell on somebody, apparently. And But what do you get from it? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, inquire, so I don't know. Would you rat on someone? If it's in my weight class, 100%. <laughs> say yeah, say it's, 100%. it's like your opponent you know. Oh, of course. 100%. <laughs> we need to be fair, bro. This ain't the streets. Fuck you mean. I'm telling. Hell That's yeah, true. I'm telling. <laughs> what the you think this is? We talked about it. We went into it in whole about how it's almost like attempted murder. Absolutely. They should be charged. Mm, look at that. Um, We're not fucking shooting a ball. We smashing each other's faces in, and we all got family, so I'm not mm. trying to hear none of that. So can we call you? Never mind. Um, <laughs> Douglas Silva de Andrade, underdog plus one seventy five. Sergey Morozov, favorite at minus two ten. Uh, once again, I don't really know much about these guys. Do you? Because I really don't know too much. When Tanner says Randy Snitch Brown, all right. I guess I'm a snitch then. Hey, it's for you know what I feel like it's. It's for a good it's for, cause. Yeah, exactly. It's for a good cause. What's the what's the um. What's the odds again? I minus two, it. minus two ten for uh, Douglas. For no Sergey Morozov and oh, wow. plus one seventy for Douglas. I'm going Douglas with this one. I'm gonna go with Sergey Morozov. Next up, next up, AJ Dobson versus Jacob Malkoon in the middleweight division. Okay, okay. Um, AJ Dobson, another six and zero record. Very new. This is his UFC debut. Had his Dana White Contender Series win. A uh, real naked choke in September of 2021. Mm. And two guys, even another guy, five and one. Bro, Jacob. Once again, both have six fights. These, pro MMA. these are guys that you could easily see on a local scene, local mm. circuit. You go watch a local circuit, and you'll see these two guys um, facing each other easily. Do you remember Jacob Malkoon's UFC debut? I don't. He faced Phil Hawes, got knocked out. I do vicious, yeah. viciously. Yeah. In the uh, first round, first 18 seconds. That was a tough debut, though. Phil Hawes is the real deal. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a hard debut. Um, This is, uh, once again, though, a guy with, or uh, a fight with very very little prof- professional experience and little experience in the UFC at all. AJ Dobson making his debut and Jacob Malkoon only his second fight, or third fight in the UFC. 
coming off a win though over Abdul Razak Al Hassan, where he got a unanimous decision. Nice. So I mean, that's a big win for him, right? Yeah. Over who, who Razak. AJ. No, Malkoon. Malkoon. Yeah. That was his last fight. Yes, that's huge for him actually. That's um, a very big win. But AJ, this is AJ's debut. UFC debut. Um, he was six a- one. Look at the height difference. The height difference. He's long, rangy. Um, I don't. I don't know. Is Malcolm five nine? I don't really know much about about Dobson. I haven't seen anything about him. But Jacob, I've seen Jacob fight. Apparently, he also has great grappling. Um, I'm not too sure about AJ. How did AJ win his his contender series fight? Uh, he won by rear naked choke. He has a re- three KO TKO two submission one decision. So I mean, right. but once again, you, if we probably pull up his the people he fought. Let's see. Don't do it. Yeah, never mind. Don't do it to him. Come on. That's not nice. Making his UFC days. <laughs> we, we only do that for the Brazilians. Um, But. Next up. Yes. I, don't, I actually don't have odds again for this one. They don't. They didn't have them. Couldn't tell you. So. Another. You know what's crazy? Huh? I mean, granted, this is the early prelims. We're still on early prelims, but the records are more and more now. You see a lot more newer guys. Yes. Um, is it because it's a big card that they, they stack them and try to, you know, build potential new stars and source potential new stars, a new talent or what? Because I've noticed it's a lot of guys that have they're all early, granted. It's the early prelims. Right. But still, it's a lot of guys that have a, less than 10 fights. So like. 11 to 10 fights. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like with this situation, because first of all, the, the people we've seen, one of them is Blood Diamond, mm-hmm. who is uh, Adesanya's boy. Yeah. The other guy that we just saw, talked about, Jacob Malkoon, he's from Australia too, or he's from Australia. I don't know if they like, okay. whatever. They Well, I mean, they're they would, from they New They would put them on the same car. That's what I'm saying. Right. I feel like that's a thing that they would put them on. So I don't know if it's just because like they're where they're from and who they know or whatever, that, that they're on the card together. Makes or sense. if it is because of, you know, like they're just trying to get these names out there. They want them to be prospects. They want like, you know. want to build them up. I mean, exactly. Look at, look at these guys too. Nine and two. That's still pretty fresh. Well. Seven and one. These are fresh records. Chris Lesu said banger prospect fight for this one right here. Is it? So, yeah, that's what he's saying. Um, oh, and Dial5 said he's Whitaker's teammate, Malcoon. That's exactly it. Mal- mm. Jacob Malcoon is trains with Whitaker, yeah. Okay, that's what that was. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're getting these guys on here because I feel like that might be the reason. But they're teammates, so yeah, I get it. Um, but Leomana Martinez versus Ronnie Lawrence. Um, second fight for Leo Leo Mama Leomana Martinez. Mm-hmm. His UFC debut was a split decision win over Guido Canetti. Nine and two record, eight wins by KO TKO, and only one win by submission. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Or, so or one a, win by decision. He's a finisher, me. so that's about. You know, that's that's a, a high fucking finish rate. His first win by decision was his UFC debut against Guido Canetti, which was a split decision. So, I mean, uh, and Ronnie Lawrence, 7-1 and one record, four wins by KOTKO, three wins by decision. This is his second fight in the UFC. He had a unanimous decision win on Dana White Contender Series as well, which got him into the UFC. Nice. But his debut was a TKO win nice. uh, in February of 2021. Right. So... Like uh, someone said in the chat before, prospect fight, a big prospect fight, I guess. But uh, I don't know much about these guys, sadly. See. We're just a shitty podcast that doesn't know shit. But. <laughs> Next up. Next up, we have Carlos Olberg, another city kickboxing prospect, versus Fabio or Fabio uh, Churrant. You want to know something funny? When I went to the fight at MSG, mm-hmm. Fabio Churrant was sitting behind me, and he was definitely drunk. 
mm-hmm. he was screaming like, you know, the twist his dick. Oh, was he? Yeah, I was like, come on, bro. Grab his dick and twist it. Yeah, he's like saying that shit. This guy on the right? Yes, I swear in my life, yes. Wow. <laughs> I know. And he was also talking about how uh, he didn't think Gaethje versus, uh, what's it called? Chandler won fight of the night. I was like, what? Like, you talking fight about was fire, right? That fight was crazy. It was. They did deserve fight of the night. Yeah, no doubt, that no fight doubt in my insane. mind. Um, but yeah, that's what honestly that's all I remember about this guy about Fabio <laughs> Tron. That's now whenever I see him, that's what I'm gonna think about is him screaming, twist his dick. <laughs> but Carlos, you, oh, oh sorry, no, no, no. I was just saying, um, for this, I my pick. Um, looking at both these guys fight, this is this is this would have to be another lock. This would have to be another lock, fellas. I may have more than three locks for y'all tonight. Wow, look I'm at that. I'm gonna hold you. I may that's, have that'd be generous. Locks. Um, but honestly, Carlos Oberg. He gets it done. You think? I think he gets it done impressively. Mm. Impressively. Impressively. Because of? I think just the stylistic style, I think he has a better stand-up. You know, unless uh, unless Fabio can mix it up and start to take him down, I think that maybe he can expose something there. But I feel like uh, Carlos Oberg, just stylistically, I think it's just a great matchup for him. Mm. You know, I don't think that uh, Fabio has the stand-up capability mm. to deal with Carlos right now in his career, at this stage in his career. So that's my pick. Well, both guys are coming off losses in this fight. Uh, Fabio Tehran is 0-2 in the UFC so far, both being finished, submission and KO, by William Knight, actually, his last fight. And Carlos Olberg got knocked out in his UFC debut against, uh, what was it, Kennedy and Chukwu, mm. where he was getting absolutely destroyed yeah can you remember that fight he was i remember that he was fight. about to be like knocked out and then he just dropped olberg which was i feel like or olberg maybe got two he was against the cage he just kind of like, just relaxed there right? yeah he was chilling in his it was go- a war was they taking, were going at yeah. it yeah i wouldn't even say it was he was getting this he was destroying check with it I just oh i thought was, i thought i from what i remember i thought he was like they, about I, to they finish they were doing it they were doing it mm-hmm. they were going back and forth i remember that fight they were they were going to war and then he, he got caught. And then such is the game. And it's so early in his career, I feel like he'll learn from this and, and move forward, you know? So we'll see how it all plays out. But you have Olberg. Well with Olberg for this one. Uh Cookie Man Max says, yo, touch and go and bro. What's up, bro? Yo. How you doing? What Chris up? What up? Chris Lesu said Olberg gassed. He rocked him a couple times. He did gas. And Black Iron Badger said Olberg threw that away. That and Chuku fight by fighting like a maniac. Hope he takes this one a bit more measured. Yes, I agree. Wadi mm-hmm. says, Phil remembers every single second of that night. I love seeing him light up talking about it. <laughs> oh, how nice. Thank you, Wadi. That, that was that MSG. That MSG night. I told, I have said it. That was like the it. best night of Bro, your life. I've said it to you and I've said it publicly. <laughs> that was the greatest sporting experience I've ever witnessed. I'm shout not out, kidding. Shout out UFC. Shout out UFC. I love you guys. Seriously. That was the craziest <laughs> shit ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was wild. Even though I wasn't there, but I can imagine. Yeah, it was crazy. That was a good time. <laughs> but all UFCs are just insane. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Insane. I remember the, the one of the most memorable UFC events for me personally was the one that, that Trump came to. Trump was there. Kobe came out. They whole, everyone was cheering. Some people was booing. And then he, his, no, Trump and his sons came over and it was just out of control. People Wait, where was, was hanging that? over the, the fucking rails. It's, you know how MMA is, bro. Where was it, though? It was, uh, what was it? What the fuck was that? Was that Brooklyn? Oh, it was in Jersey. Uh, oh, right. Prudential Center. Yeah, it was in Jersey. In Newark or wherever yeah, that is. It was yeah. wild. Uh, Kobe came out. That's when Kobe fought um, Robbie Lawler. Right, right, And he right. came out to uh, that Kirk. Was that Kirk Franklin? Not Kirk Franklin. That's the preacher. Kirk. Who's Kurt, who? uh, Angle? Angle. Kirk yeah, Angle. was yeah, like, yeah. you suck. That's <laughs> something. And then the whole fucking arena was chanting, you suck. 
was oh dope. Oh my god, that's absurd. Um, but I agree with you in this fight, Carlos Olberg. I Olberg, th- uh, I think he takes this one. Kurt Cobain, I guess that's what is that? No, who it Kurt is? Cobain's the lead singer. He was oh. the lead singer of Nirvana. I don't know. <laughs> Did someone say that? <laughs> someone said that. <laughs> that was the lead singer of Nirvana. I don't know. Uh, Carlos Olberg, though, the favorite at minus two thirty-five, and Fabio Tron underdog at plus one ninety. So second lock of the night, people. You heard it here from Randy. Carlos Olberg. That's the second lock. Yeah, I got two locks early too. Dang. Mm. Next up. Okay. This is a fight that I'm looking forward to. This is an exciting fight right here. Um, Kyler Phillips versus Marcelo Roja. Um, Kyler Phillips, where do we begin? I feel like Another he's huge prospect. Huge prospect. He's fumbled along the way a couple times. You know what I mean? But with this dude right here, He's a, he's a training partner of Sean O'Malley, right? Um, so you know we're seeing some spinning shit. He's super dynamic. You know what I mean? We've seen, like, he's like got I said, nice jujitsu. We've seen him stumble. He has great BJJ. But also, what I love about the dude is he takes risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's throwing a lot of flashy shit. He's throwing um spin 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 kicks. Um, you don't know what angle he's coming from. Um, I've been very impressed by him so far, and I'm excited to see what you know what his future is because he's he's looking good. Uh. I agree with everything. He's a, he's like a very well-rounded fighter. He is. When he, he is. made his debut, I remember the UFC was like giving him promos and shit. Like they mm. were pushing him hard, like real, real hard. So, <clears throat> so you know, you know that the UFC UFC is still behind us, behind him regardless. Is and it, the thing is, he's he's long for his division, right? Um, he's a he's a lanky guy in 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 five eight. Um, but so is Marcelo, and the thing is, when you see two lanky guy, a guy you sometimes. A lot of guys, not all of them, right? But a lot of guys who usually have a reach advantage like that, when they have to fight someone their size for once, you usually see them have a hard time mm. because they're not used. They used to always being the taller guy. They used to being the bigger guy, and that that's something. That I guess that's something that that comes with being early in your career, being inexperienced, and then also just not really getting around much different looks. You got maybe stuck with your own group of guys that you your spar with and you're whatever, the tallest yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not really going out to other gyms and experiencing these bigger, longer guys than you. And that's something that I that I can attest to because when I fought, uh, when I made my UFC debut against um, Matt Dwyer, right? Years ago, Matt Dwyer was fucking 6'5", right? <laughs> I was six. I was barely 6'3", you know what I'm saying? At the time, <laughs> And he, um, it was the hardest thing for me to reach this dude. And before then, I've never fought anyone that tall. That tall. Yeah. I mean, well, that's like well, crazy. It is. It's ridiculous. Actually, I did fight in someone in my UFC, my MMA debut. I fought my pro debut. I fought a guy that was that tall, but it was a grappling match. You know, we grappled, we entangled as soon as the fight, the round started out. We both were like mad inexperienced. Yeah. We hit the ground and I armbarred him. Mm. But in this fight, at this level, this is the UFC now. We're both good fighters, and. It was the hardest fucking thing to deal with. I could, and you can see every time I went to punch this dude, I felt like I had to chase him. Really? I had to run at him, and yeah. it was the hardest thing. Until after that, I said, "You know what? I need to start training with guys that are that are also taller than me." Mm. You know, so I feel like that's hard to come, hard to find though. Now you to come, come to my gym. Well, at least you know, before COVID, we it's all we all long and lanky, man. Shout out to my guy O. Um, <laughs> O's fucking six four, six five boxer southpaw. That's he's nasty. Um, we always got a bunch of tall motherfuckers in my gym. Really? Everybody's mad tall for no reason. Mm. So, I mean, there's got to be a reason, but 
I don't know why. I guess, <laughs> I guess, because I'm there. We all come yeah, there, right? There you go. But we all we all fucking train together, and and I feel like that helped me. So when I see tall guys, when I'm able to face tall people with my length, I do well because I see that all the time. Mm. Whereas a lot of guys they never see that. So you see two lanky guys in their division right now, and Kyler and Marcelo. I'm curious to see how they do. Maybe we won't see all this uh, fancy spinning shit from Kyler. Mm. You know what I mean? Because be it's harder reserved. to do against a guy that's that's your length. You know, maybe he will be a little more measured, but we'll see. What maybe about fighting a guy that's way shorter? Oh, easy like work. imagine Duran win. Oh, easy work, easy work. Really? Easy work, bro. Because <laughs> it's like they're just in the head. They're just there to be touched uh, when they're like super short like that. Like five. Yeah, I'm talking huge, about like you have a huge advantage. How tall is Barbarina? Unless they're like he's six foot. Oh, I thought he was shorter than that. Yeah, but when you when you fight someone that's but it's also they also have their advantages because your hips are very high. As a tall guy, your hips are extremely high, so they don't really have to get as low when they shoot their doubles. Mm. So a guy like Duran Wynn, who's fucking tiny, he's like five six, I think. If he gets on your hips, you know it, it, it's it'll be harder for you to get away from him and mm. and stop the takedown. Especially with that, naturally his wrestling you. background. Yeah, and he has great wrestling credentials. But if you can stop that, then he doesn't really have not anything else. Um. Wadi said, Randy Wink, if you beat up Sean Brady in training today. Nah. <laughs> Actually, we were talking about a meme that Wadi posted today in Discord. It was hilarious. Yeah. The one he said, Randy. <laughs> with the picture of me standing there. It was like, and he quoted, uh, hi, mom said you got to take me to training with you today. <laughs> that was a, Wadi, that was a good one. That was a good meme. You made me that laugh. That was a good one, Wadi. You Thank laugh. you for that. that. Seriously. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right, let's get back to this fight, though. Roxanne Mataferi. Oh, let me get the odds. Kyler Phillips is the heaviest favorite on the card. Once again, no surprise, big prospect. Minus 400. Marcelo Rojo, underdog, plus 300. Cool, cool. Um, Roxanne, man. Roxanne, Roxanne. Um, versus Casey O'Neal. Listen, Casey O'Neal, again, 8-0. I'd say Casey O'Neal is a prospect. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah, definitely. No, no doubt about that. Um. Again, this is a chance for her to move up in the ranking. She's Casey O'Neill is currently ranked number fifteen. This is a huge opportunity for her to go go up against a veteran, um, one of the OGs of women's MMA in Roxanne Mataferi, uh, who's number twelve. Um, so this this is a great fight for her. And apparently, this is Roxanne's final fight. I thought she said that her last fight, but no, I think I, I think she wrong. announced that she her, announced it a while ago. Yeah, I think she announced like, oh, the, the next, next fight one is, will be my last because I think she. Already had that fight booked when she didn't even fight yet. I'm pre- uh, I, from what I remember. Okay, I think maybe I could be completely wrong making that, but well, this is her last fight, man, and and the happy warrior. You know what I'm saying? A a, a good soul. You know what I mean? She definitely got a lot of cats. Do we? But, yeah. <laughs> you give me that vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that too. Yeah, one hundred percent. But uh, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see her fight. The thing about her is, I always feel like she's not highly skilled, but she's always looking to win. You know what I'm saying? At every part of the fight, I feel like she's looking to win. She's never just resting on her morals or just chilling or just accepting defeat, even when she's in bad, bad situations. She's out there still. She's yeah. out there trying, actively seeking to win. So um, shout out to her. When? What year do you think she made her UFC debut? Oh, fuck. If you had to take a guess. Let me let me tell you her record just to. Who is she, who's she fighting her first fight in the UFC? In the UFC, her first fight was Raquel Pennington. All right, she made. You're asking me when she made her UFC debut no, or her MMA. MMA. UFC debut was 2013. I'll just All tell right. you that. So I'm gonna go ahead and say 25 and 19 record. 2008 or 2005. 
Are you ready for this? Talk to me. 2002, you're going to say, right? 2003. Mm. Bro, she made her debut in 2003 on Smack Girl, third season seven. Smack Girl. She won by submission, armbar, in the first round. All right, what's her? She had an amateur record? Uh... It doesn't say that that last one down there. It, it, it just says pro exhibition, and it's, off, it's all from the Ultimate match? Fighter. Oh, those are the, those are the Ultimate. It's from Ultimate Fighter, Ultimate Fighter season oh, okay. eighteen. Damn. <clears throat> so I mean, two thousand three. <laughs> two thousand three. She made her fucking. I was thirteen. That's crazy, dude. That's actually insane. <laughs> That's wild. That really... I didn't even know what the fuck MMA was at that time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Shout out to her. Mm. OG. But Casey O'Neill in this one, once again, big prospect, uh, undefeated. She's got it all. I feel like she's a very well-rounded fighter. What like is she, Casey O'Neill's last three wins by? Uh, last three, Shannon Dobson, TKO, Laura Procipio, uh, Rear Naked Choke, and Antonia Shevchenko, TKO. All right. She She's finishing. Casey yeah. O'Neill gets it done. Yeah, I think Casey O'Neill goes to 9-0. and Yeah. Is this a lock? It's not a lock, but I got it picked. It's not a lock just because you don't want to upset Roxanne. No, I mean if she if I was a lock, I'd say it's a fucking lock. Is she gonna get mm. cooked? <laughs> if I was sure, but um, I'm not sure. I'm just going off of like I pick. I'm picking Casey O'Neill to win just based off of her body of work. My yeah. locks are my locks. You know, my locks are like I know this person's gonna win. Your rocks are. There's open. a ninety percent chance that this person's gonna win. Wait, someone write in the chat. Who are we talking about? They're gonna say. They're gonna say Matt Favola. Matt Favola, Terrence McKinney, you already know. Ah, stop <laughs> it. Uh, how come the only one that ever is complaining about n- uh, us not looking at chat is 2K? I'm always looking at chat. Soph is not on chat, but also Soph's mic isn't working. My apologies. I don't know why her mic's not working now. Oh, and our camera just went out, so that's great. Oh, so Soph's mic's <laughs> not working and our camera. Yo, we need, a, we need to put like a jar for our, our camera fund. Yeah, well, we we've donate, gotten donate yeah. us some cents for our, for our new camera. Just I put another battery in there. All right, our camera is coming back. We're falling apart, like we do every week. It's okay, you know what to do. Appreciate you. And just like that, we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. You forced uh, me to type it. Let's get to the next fight then. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, Roxanne Mountafier is the underdog plus 290. Casey O'Neill minus 380. So. Okay. Yo, I know y'all want to hear Y'all want to hear about Joe Rogan, right? Is that what you want to talk about? And that's not what I want to talk about. We just brought it up. I know. I just, I just noticed people here waiting to hear, hear our take on that situation. Not even the Joe Rogan situation. Just... Israel Adesanya's take on it. I don't know. It's kind of. I feel like it was kind of strange. It was very strange. Like, We're I gonna get like, to it though. Yeah. Uh, you want? I mean, we can talk we, about we it. You want to talk about it now? We can. If that's what the people Sof's want. So mic's not working. We need. We need Sof's input. Yeah, true. We do. But I mean, let's just carry on. When once our mic work starts working, we'll get to it. We'll oh, they said no. It. They said no. They don't want it. Costa says no. He doesn't want it. Only Costa. That's the Serenity's ready to talk about it. <laughs> oh man. It'll be very brief, though. I have some some quick points that I want to make. And did you make a PowerPoint presentation? I mean, I might as well have. <laughs> All right, let's get to the last fight on the prelims. Then you know, Izzy's my guy. 
No, I fucks with Izzy. Mm. All right, you want to talk about it? Let's talk I'm about just it. Saying. You, he's, I'm you're just, ready. I'm you're just so saying, ready. I'm just saying. <laughs> Izzy, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my nigga for real. Izzy? Joe Rogan's not. I was going to say, is Joe Rogan though? Joe Rogan, nah, not Joe Rogan though. Not Joe. He was, he was out of line for that. He was out of line for that, but we'll get to it. Anyway, next up, we got Andre Arlowski versus Jared Vandera. Um, the L word, legendary, can be tossed around for Andre Arlowski. 100%. Can it not be? 100%. Uh, 32 and 20 record. Can we, hold on, I was going to ask this before, but I didn't. Can we say legendary for Roxanne Modafieri? Or do we just say a pioneer in the sport? Pioneer. That's it? That's how I would feel. Because she maybe, I mean, I feel like she can. You feel like she's legendary? Chat, what do y'all think? That's, I don't know. Legendary? I feel like that's kind of wild. Yes, Mandrew said trailblazer. And Excessor said yes, goat. All right. Goat. <laughs> Relax. Relax. All right. He's being a troll. Um, and yeah, Chris said pioneer. No, but seriously, seriously, legendary? On a serious note, legendary? I mean... Obviously, she was not like the best fighter in, in her division and, and that kind of situation. But she has a lane that I feel like she's been in she, her whole she, career. I don't. I don't want to say she's legendary, but I don't also want to say pioneer. She is a pioneer, but I feel like she's more than that. Yeah, that's what. That's what it's tough to say. You, I know mean, what I'm you can't consider her as a legend, I guess. But she's more than a pioneer. She is. She like is. she's been doing it for so damn long. Two thousand three. That's a long time. She definitely paved the way for a lot of women. Um, she was the first uh women's all women's uh tough cast, right? She was on there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I guess yeah, in a sense, maybe yeah, legend, right? Yeah, legend. And you saw Adesanya talk about her too. Yeah, Did you see that? I didn't see that actually. He's basically just like, yeah, she's. I think he called her a legend. I don't. I don't remember. Anything. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. I would say so. Oh, let's go, meatballs tier one sub or gifted mini balls. What up, my boy? Appreciate you, my man. Excessive, excessive says, dude, any woman who gets after it that long, which woman has fought longer? None. None. So. She's the only one. So that's legendary status then, I guess. Goaded. Shout out Roxanne Montefiore. I like how that just slowly climbed up, right? Yeah, now Zach. Yeah. All right, man. Portugal Paul says, this card looking spooky. Ty versus Lewis going to be fire. Yes, sir. Mm, that is yes, definitely going to be a good one. My boy, body we'll bags. We'll be there soon. But Andre Olofsky versus Jared Vandera. Like I was saying before, legendary can be definitely thrown around with Andre Olofsky. Yes, 100%. Uh, fought in pride, so you already know how I feel about him. And you know what? You know what? If you fight in affliction too, bruh. Who <laughs> made out of affliction? <laughs> I feel like what you fought in affliction is just you were just cursed. Right? He's the only one who broke the curse of affliction. Dude, that shit was crazy. Um, but... Jared Vandera, uh, twelve and six record, mm-hmm. still pretty new to the UFC. Uh, one and two right now with his only win over Justin Taffa, but he's coming off a TKO loss to Alexander Romanov. Okay. Um, Dana White contender series guy, TKO win in that fight, but uh, I think I'm gonna hit a reset here for Soaps Mike. All right, wait the entire thing. Yeah. What happens then? For our listeners on the podcast, might may have to. Oh, so you can edit it, the sound together. Put it. It's fine. We'll edit it and put All it right. together. Okay. Do what you got to do. Reset real quick. Hold on, people. There we go. Boom. We back. Okay. Uh, Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the curse of fucking affliction. 
And he said he's fought everywhere. He's fought in a oh, well, fiction. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just this fight in general. I mean, I feel like in this one, I feel like Andre Olaski could take it. He Bro, could. he's the looked thing good of, in he his. Has. He has looked good that. in his pre- in his previous fights. He has been looking good. It's it's a weird thing, man. He's older, but for some reason he, he's holding. I don't want to say for some reason he's holding up. You know what I mean? He's holding up, and we question his chin time and time again. But I mean, the guy shows up over and over and over in his past couple fights, and he's looking. He's beating these guys, also beating young prospects. Like, supposed to be was coming Tanner Bozer was one of the guys. Beat that Tanner Bozer, but he's doing it. Looking like impressively, he's not just eking out these wins, and you know he's he's beating these young guys coming up. Ready, so. ready for this stat? Since twenty twenty, he is four and one. His only loss is to uh, Tom Aspinall, where he lost rear naked choke. Wow! So four and one since twenty twenty one. With he's on a two fight win uh, win streak over Chase Sherman and Carlos Felipe. Nice, bro. Yeah. So I mean, this guy's doing the fucking thing still at age uh, forty three. Damn. Right, like, damn, with that nose bent in five different ways. Jeez. I mean, once again, legendary status. Uh, if, if for anything. sure, for sure, former world champion. I mean, the credentials go on and on and on with this dude. So it's Andre Alaski, bro. Right, I'm taking him in this one too. <laughs> it's Andre Alaski. I, I got him picked here. It's it's tough. It's a tough one. It's a it's it's hard because um, I'd say Jared has the reach advantage on him. I I believe so. So it's it's tough, but I I got him picked. I got him picked here, but I think Jared Jared's a live dog. That's how I'm gonna put. It. You love to just throw these words out there to make yourself sound safe and like it's not safe. <laughs> I'm being I'm being yeah, you know what like it is right? Yeah, he like does. Yeah, I'm being He's, objective. That's 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 all it is. Objective or just like you're. I feel like to you lose. have to be. It's not about being afraid to lose. It's not a competition. I'm just saying. But why do you do combat combat sport? <laughs> I'm never that guy that's gonna be. You know what I hate? Nothing more than I hate than a person that's just like, oh, this guy's best. This guy's better than this guy. Here's why. This guy's gonna beat him because this he's gonna clip him in the third round because he steps back and hit him with a left hook because this guy likes to throw his overhand right with his chin up. That's two K status. Shut the fuck up, bro. Fighting is fucking fighting. Fighting is there's Anything. so many variables in mixed martial arts. You know what I mean? Anything can happen. Obviously, yes, there there's a guy that's favorable to win because, you know, of his his skill set. But the better fighter doesn't always win. Mm-hmm. We know that. The better fighter does not always win. So it's, it's just is what it is, man. So I'm always objective. I like to speak objective when it comes to mixed martial arts when we're talking these things. But my picks stand. My locks are my locks. <laughs> <laughs> my locks are my locks. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be objective, man, because this is the fight game. Uh, shout out Foggy Raw. Subscribe. He said, you guys pump for Showtime FC. Anthony Pettis following the footsteps of both Jorge and Khabib. Foggy raw, yo, low keto. Pettis started that thing. He just never got it off the ground. Oh yeah, no, didn't I he thought was he the did? First one. Yeah, <laughs> he, he like announced one. it a, like a while ago. Announced it like years ago. Yeah, no joke. They following the footsteps of Showtime. Cut it out. Yeah, Put some just because they got the money. Showtime's yeah, name. they probably or just had the whatever <laughs> the shit to get it done. Um. Oh, here you go. Yeah, Foggy Raw said should have been already launched summer last year, but Corona made them schedule later. Mm. There you go. But Andre Olowski, favorite at minus 145. Jared Vandera, underdog, plus 125. Yes, sir. Next up. Main card. Big lock energy right here. Oh, another lock. Big lock. Damn, you're giving a bunch, bro. I'm telling you, I'm giving y'all more than three. This is what? This is third or fourth right now? This is, this is third. This is third no, lock. No, you didn't lock Casey O'Neill. Oh, yeah, it is third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is third lock right here. Third lock. 
Third lock, Bobby Green. First, can I can Don't we talk about me. can we talk about what Bobby Green talked about? You see that video? Yes. About how he's super grateful and like uh devoted to the UFC basically because what they did for him back then. Right? UFC doesn't always get it right. A lot of times they do. And shout out to the UFC for that. That was that was amazing. You know what I mean? That's a crazy story. Yeah, that is a crazy if story. If people don't know what happened, he said that the UFC paid for his brother's funeral. I think in 2014, mm-hmm. and uh, basically paid for the entire funeral and just helped him out financially with all that like whole situation. So he says he's always like forever, forever grateful. grateful for for the UFC. And I feel like he obviously you could tell. This man fought Ally Quinta at MSG how many couple months ago? I mean, and granted, he didn't really back. take damage, but he's fought so many times. What's his record even? Like, he, it's something crazy. Well, he's, he's 29 and 12, but he's, I mean, he a, has a ton of fights in the UFC. Early on, he had some. He he ran into some some difficulties, and then as of late, he's just been tearing it the fuck up. He's reinvented and just looks like a new man. And once again, we spoke we spoke about him. Uh, I think when he fought uh, Ally Quinta, you look at his record, who he's lost to: Edson Barboza, Dustin Poirier. Rashid Magomed, Drake are close, Francisco Trinaldo, Thiago Moises, Rafael Fazev. Never been finished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like and <laughs> never been finished. Just wait, actually, no, up. he has, I think. Against who though? In the UFC. Oh, in the UFC? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Just looking at his sure dog, it says he might have been. Okay. Well, he, he has been. Oh, Poirier knocked him out. I don't know. I gotta worry about that. It's- Dog's been around a long time, bro. Damn, I just I can't remember him being finished, bro. But think about it. Oh shit! And if you get those, that's again. I always say this every fucking show, but prospect versus prospect. When the fuck was that? Both of them were probably like that at was the time, just like the best is always fighting the best, bro. It's just that's just the game. That was 2016. It's crazy. That was on Rockhold versus Bisping two UFC 199. Insane, insane. Um, uh, but the thing is, besides all of that, Bobby Green's story, he seems like a good human being, just a great person. Mm. Um, his story is amazing. Being homeless, you know, hearing him yeah. talk about that fucking, when that dew hit, when that morning dew used to hit his body yeah, in the morning, yeah. of him being outside. Yo, shout out to him, man. This is a, this is a guy, this is a fan favorite. He show, One, he shows up to fight. He's super Every entertaining. Time, yeah. um, hands down, you know what I'm saying? I love to see it. Um, and also just... He spreads love, man. This dude's always his message. I always love to hear his messages. And yeah, it's always about you know love and just loving people and creating your bubble of people of like minded people and just just loving them. You know what I'm saying? Like not not really here for anything else, just but showing love. And you gotta respect him for always being real because he's openly talked about not giving a shit about fighting for a title or being a champion. He's just like, I just want the money, bro. That's what it's all about. Yeah, uh, that's that's respectable. That's respectable, but you know where that comes from too. Also, where 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 it's dangerous, right? I mean, you talk about, and I said it on the show before, where it's easy to fall into a space where, and some guys get it right. Some guys are like, you know, even though they fall into that space, they feel like, hey, maybe I'll never be a champion. I'll never. Not to say he won't be. I'm just saying the mindset is like maybe they feel like they'll never get to that position, but. They love their job. They love what they do. And they never really train as hard as they possibly could. Mm. They just kind of just there and just get comfortable being who they are and the mm. role that they play and just kind of lean on their skill. Not saying that's him. With him, I feel like he's still, he has those beliefs that he's just like, whatever. But I still believe that he's working hard. Oh, definitely. He's still you t- improving. You can tell, he's yeah. evolving because he, he has shown that. Mm. You know, there's a lot of guys that get to that point and just get comfortable with their rank and just like, you know, they're never going to push as hard anymore. And they just kind of just 
They're just there. They're comfortable. They get in shape, show up to fight. They never, they're not actively seeking to get better anymore. Mm. And that's where it's dangerous. But I don't see that from him. Mm. I agree with that. Um, but this fight, this is a, a huge, big fight for uh, both guys, I would say. I mean, Bobby Green, been doing it for a long time. Like we said, a veteran in the sport. But Nasrat, he's a guy up and coming trying to get uh, into the rankings. His last fight was a fight against Dan Hooker where he lost by unanimous decision. It was a fight that Dan Hooker kind of just took control of the entire thing, I would say. Um, but he's he's got some nice wins as well in the UFC. Alex Moon. Alex Munoz, unanimous decision in 2020. Rafa Garcia, unanimous decision in 2021. Uh, but in this fight, I don't see him being able to keep it on the feet with Bobby Green. Yeah, I feel I like Nasrat, he's just going to try and... He's, he's going to try to wrestle. Exactly, I, I yeah. I mean, I, But we it's hard to keep Bobby Green down. It's hard to keep the dude down. The dude is very well-rounded. Um, he just he springs up, man. He gets back up, and he's in your face, and he's mean. He's nasty. He doesn't stop moving. He's always going. So I'm, I'm going to go with him. I got him picked in this one. He's he's one of my locks this fight. Mm. So Bobby Green is the third lock of the night. Yes, sir. There you have it again, people. Bobby Green, third lock. Also, Portugal Paul says, how's the leg checks going, Randy? You're up next. <laughs> and then Wadi goes, Randy doesn't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, what is a leg check? Please what is that? Explain. What is a leg? <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, what we got next up? Oh, let me get the odds. Bobby Green, favorite, minus 140. Nazareth Hakparas, underdog, plus 120. Oh, Nazareth looking like Kelvin Gastel in little. Yeah, it's the baby Kelvin Gastel for sure. Uh, I kind of got to piss. Sorry. Okay. Can I go pee? No, you can't go pee. You got to say it. No, I'm just, go ahead. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I apologize. Yo, when you come back, we'll talk about what Alexander said. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just talk I to actually, chat in the meantime. Yeah, I actually wanted to talk about that. Let's see what chat talk about. All right, be right back. So, read me some some chat stuff. Um, hold on. Mandrew said Nazareth has always looked like Kelvin. Ah, my brother Mandrew. It's been a while, my friend. How you doing, man? Big black belt in the chat. When OGs come in the chat, I need y'all to put some respect on his name. Bow down gracefully to my guy. Um, QT said all these MMA dudes coming out as gay porno stars on Twitter. Who? I don't know. QT, explain. Um, let me see. And oh, our yeah. camera went out once more. Oh, my God. Just switch the battery for me. We are here, y'all. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, so if we want to get a new battery for our camera. Two seconds. He says, Yushinori Hori? Well, I feel like that's a troll. Some other dudes can't remember. Damn. I don't know what it is with with MMA fighters and and gay porn. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Did it? What's his, I, let me look this before I say the wrong name. Somebody, you know how like think Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad, who's that? Oh, apparently he's a rapper, and there he was outed after a sex tape leak. And you saw what happened to Nelly, and then Lil Fizz, same thing. What happened thing. to Nelly? You didn't see what happened to Nelly? Nah. Nelly with the Band-Aid? Yes, Nelly, Nelly. Nelly's gay? No. Oh, about to say. Uh, he, he. Nelly. well, it seemed like he accidentally posted 
a video of him getting it was a sex tape it okay was, yeah him it, getting a blowjob okay he, he getting top from who some girl i don't know so what does that have to do with, with no i'm saying some apparently there's hackers leaking like celebrity sex things out uh, their phones right now oh, oh but i didn't watch new. out yeah, you know they. No, can, but uh, it was like <laughs> you don't want to put like that, that slong out there. We don't need that slong out there in the world, right? I mean, I put it out there. I don't care. <laughs> it was it was back to back. It was like apparently Isaiah Rashad, uh, his was gay. Wait, what? It's this rapper and his. Who the fuck is Isaiah Rashad? He was allegedly outed by uh, a sex tape leaked of him with a um, man. Can I speak about some MMA news? With multiple men. Oh. Oh, wow. Oral right. sex with multiple men. Mm. That's crazy. Thank you. Um, but then Lil Fizz also, like, his nudes got leaked. All right. Well, okay. our audience doesn't really give a fuck about Lil Fizz. Oh, yeah. And, basically, and said, is this TMZ? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying because he was talking about. All right. About turn the, porno turn the mic MMA. back off. Turn the mic back off. <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, actually, though, some news. We were speaking about Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He's not on the pay per view this weekend. Why not? Michael Bisping is doing his first pay-per-view. Shout out to Bisping. You know what I mean? One time for Bisping, But man. Joe Rogan is not on the pay-per-view. I just saw that in uh, Discord. Someone posted it when I went to go pee. I checked it. All right. Excessive said, quote-unquote, scheduling conflict is what he said. Uh, that could be true. I mean, he's dealing with a lot right now. You want to just go into it? I'm going to go into it, man. I'll speak <laughs> on it again. Um, the thing about Joe Rogan... And the whole situation with, um, at least this is just my take. And I've seen a lot going on on Twitter. I've seen um, Terrence, what's his name? McKinney. Terrence McKinney. He wrote a whole thing. Copyright show. You know, well, again, he he doesn't speak for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Adesanya, I love Adesanya, man. That's my guy. I fuck with Adesanya. Heavy. I get it. I But I feel like he, he, he messed up with that statement, what that he said. You know what I mean? For and people that don't know, do you want to tell them what they said? What he said? Basically? He said he he said you know, fuck the noise, da 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 da. You know, uh, Joe Rogan's my nigga. You know, he's the coolest, nicest, most humble guy I've ever met. All those things are correct. Mm. Joe Rogan is cool as fuck. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan is is not a malicious guy. Joe Rogan is not a bad guy. But there's a level of accountability that that I appreciate that he he that he took upon himself. Before the whole cancellation bullshit. That I don't like. That I don't agree with. And yeah. I don't agree with liberals fucking weaponizing black people. I don't like that. Mm. Yes, what Joe Rogan said was wrong. This not new news. I've been new about all that shit. He's but I knew he wasn't malicious. And I, I knew Joe Rogan was never malicious. I, should he be using those words and the way he was and the things that he said? Were they racist? Yes. Was he malicious? No. Right? Um... Do I love to see him being held accountable? Yes. He should be held accountable because those are things that shouldn't be done. But I don't like how they 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 try to silence him, right? And after after failing with one thing with the mis, misinformation, spreading misinformation, now they're like, "You know what? Yeah. We got him. We send yeah. send do the racist thing now. Let them do the work." And then who the fuck is going to be on the front lines? You know people don't listen to Joe. A lot of people, a lot of black people not listening to Joe Rogan. Yeah, I would say so it's no like money at all. So it's like, "All right, well, now we're on the front lines. People are just hearing this. They don't watch his podcast. They just hear that out of context and then they just jump to it. Now we on the front lines and where the fuck is everybody else? Mm-hmm. Where where are the 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 other liberals who are weaponizing who weaponized who are weaponizing us, weaponizing black people?" 
weaponizing our emotions. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I can't get with that. Mm. I can't get with that. So that's why. We're going to put a pin in that. Joe Rogan thing, the racism thing, quote-unquote racism. We're going to put a pin in that. But we got to deal, deal with, we gotta deal with um, the situation, the bigger picture at hand, right, of what's happening, of how they're trying to use us. You see what I'm saying? So I, I don't like that. But should he be held accountable for those things? Should those things be addressed? Absolutely. So... Do I I feel like Adesanya could have answered that completely differently? Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring back. You know what I'm saying? He could have answered that a a lot differently because that kind of gives people who are um, who are kind of way on the other side of it, who don't understand it, give them ammunition, and I don't like that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So Joe Rogan ain't my nigga. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I didn't like that. I didn't like the way he put that. You know what I'm saying? And I love Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is a good is a good guy. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact, but. He needs to be held accountable. It's just ignorance. It's just a level of ignorance. Mm. That's all it is. Is he malicious? No. It's just a level of ignorance that needs to be taken care of. And he owned up to it, and he's grown, and you see the growth. But now's not the time to go back to try to use that. Because we weren't upset about it before. We were. There were people who were, but we weren't using it now. You know who's using it. There's other people, right? Here, I would never thought I'd be a guy fucking calling out liberals, like right, saying the word liberal because I don't give a fuck. I'm in the fucking middle, right? But that's that's not good. Well, they've been trying to do it for a while, trying they're to get trying to cancel. They're Spotify. weaponizing us, yeah. man. They're weaponizing, and if they, you get that shit pulled over your eyes and fall for the bullshit, don't fall for it, man. Don't fall for it because that's some bullshit. Trust me. But at the same time, accountability is a motherfucker, and I love that. Hold his ass accountable. But let's put a pin in that. You know what I'm saying? And deal with the motherfuckers who's who's setting this whole shit up to step out the way because we're going to end up fucked up holding the ball. Mm. Right? So I'm not with it. That's my take. Well, you saw what the the uh, Spotify CEO said as well, right? He basically was like, silencing is not going to help. He's like, we're not going to do that to no. Joe Rogan. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. That's fine. I agree with that. Mm. Um... What do you call it? Uh, Chris Lezu said, huge Adesanya fan, but he's been moving weird all week, LMAO, especially on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's been. He has been moving kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. Yo, this is, these are, listen, man. I love Adesanya. I'm Adesanya. Obviously, I'm Adesanya fan, man. Listen, if you look at my fight style, it's clear I draw a ton of fucking inspiration from that dude, right? Um, He's someone, he's someone that, 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 that just inspires you me. You were a fan before he I came I was a fan before he came to MMA. the UFC. There's someone I was watching since kickboxing. Um, so, yes. I was a little disappointed in his take, but I, I don't think that was the move. You know, I don't think that was the move. Yeah, what about him? Yeah, Lion Crusher just said weird, like his twisting his nips on the scale. You saw that? Uh, that I don't have nothing to do with it. I don't care. I mean, I feel like that's, that's him. That's, that's the just him being him. Yeah, about. exactly. That's just Adesanya being Adesanya. Adesanya, is, is, he's always been, um, how do you say? Eccentric. Eccentric. You know what I mean? The, the nails being different. And I don't think and I don't think he's gay. Not that being is gay is a bad thing, but I don't think he's gay or anything like that. I just think he's just... He's that's just expressive. How he that's how he chooses to express himself. himself. You know, so it is what it is. Also, excessive said Randy confirmed conservative now. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. And then they said you wearing the red hat. Never, <laughs> never. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm no. so far from from the right. This shit. But I'm also not. I'm also not dumb enough to be like, oh, because I'm black, you're, I got to be on the left. You're in your own. Island. I'm in my own lane, bro. I like green. You know what I'm saying? That's um, it. But I'm not stupid. You know so. 
they could they could go like liberals, the far liberals, the extreme liberals that just play politics. They play this game as a black person. I got to live this. I can't play it as politics. You see what I'm saying? Every little thing, the left and the right, they want to make it about all oh, the liberals, all oh, the conservatives. I'm just talking about basic human rights and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean, everyone wants to politicize everything. I'm not with that. Yeah. Um, let's move to Jamaica. Wait. Chris, hmm? I said let's move to Jamaica. <laughs> that's, that's the type of time I'm on. You already know that. I've been waiting to get out this country. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's Chris, Chris Lesu said, nah, y'all see the tweet about his debut? I didn't. Please Wait, enlighten me. Drop us. Know, Go to pull up out of Sonia's Twitter. Let's see. All right, hold on. Um, The guy on the left kind of looked like Marvin Vittori to me. Sorry. Who is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Alexander oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to, We were going to talk yeah, about okay, that. Oh, <laughs> bro, why is it this... <laughs> The first thing that comes up <laughs> when I pull up Twitter. Uh, I'm not even kidding you. Uh, you see what I'm talking what about? Uh, don't worry. We're going to smack him soon. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I know. What's it, it called? Uh, Israel Adesanya. We is. smack him in a couple weeks. Chat. We got a book. We got a fight book. Months. Yeah, it's still weeks. Months. <laughs> He's months. Right. He's technically not wrong. that guy in a couple months. I can't tell y'all who, but. Wait, what am I looking for on Adesanya's Twitter? The debut tweet? Something about his debut? Oh, I don't know. Listen, man, the dude, the dude just asked signed, for a date. The dude, the dude just signed a, a, a multi-million dollar deal. A yes, huge second deal with high, the UFC. We'll talk about that in the news, but second highest paid UFC fighter, groundbreaking. And I feel like, and he said that he's looking forward to trickling down to the rest of the division, rest of the, the the roster. And I think that that's that's great. I think that everything that he does, Adesanya is a smart guy. I feel like he moves right. He does all the right things. Well, besides the one thing, but no one's perfect. As far as his marketability, and apparently he did not sign that fight until like two, two, three days ago to fight Robert Whitaker. What? Did you hear he that? Didn't sign the contract. I did. I feel like I did he, see he that. He never actually. signed that up until then. So that makes me wonder. Like, was it about? Was he in? He was probably in negotiations. You know what I mean? But he already verbally agreed to the fight and just kind of went on. And then when when he's there, he's like, "Listen, pay me this, or maybe I, I don't fight." And maybe that's how that deal came about. You never know because he never signed oh, to shit. it. Damn, so he could have just like, yo. So he knows what he's doing. Man, that, that was a smart move. UFC that's would the never case. make that. He has if, the if, leverage. If, if that is the case for real, he would never make that decision ever. Make The UFC would never make that uh, mistake ever again. Never. You think so? If that is the case. But maybe it's not. Maybe he just didn't sign and whatever. Lion Crusher said, I appreciate, I appreciate that more than Francis. Oh, also, I think I remember what the tweet, tweet was. Because uh, Chris Lesu said, I think he deleted because he tweeted tweet deleted at later. Oh, uh, Chris, but, Chris, he said, oh, yeah, he, he yeah, that's quoted. exactly what it said. I was gonna say that's what it is. All right, so the tweet from Adesanya said, said some like quote unquote. After my debut, I took my cut off and had a string of pre cum coming from my wee wee, with a bunch of emojis. <laughs> it is what it, he's the dude is weird like that, bro. <laughs> he's like, weird as shit. He always writing some crazy shit, no, and, and you got a lot weird. of people watching you, so you know. Listen, but man. I think he was like that before. He's always been he's like been that, like I think. That. He's always been like just eccentric and weird like that. You all know? Right. All I, right. I, I'm, what am I supposed That's, to... And even if he is gay, which I don't think, but... He has a girlfriend. So what? That doesn't mean you're not gay. Well, I know. Or but, bi. I mean. But, um... I mean, I think oh, no. except people. And I feel like he does these things to get us talking. I think he it, does. Marketability is a motherfucker, right? And, and just getting people you going. You just gotta accept people how they are. Yeah. That simple. It's, it does. Ha- it has no effect on your life. I'm sorry. Is the QT way he said how you gonna call that weird? Is is the it is weird? It is the way. Is what he tweets taking pennies out of your pocket? Didn't think so. It really doesn't. 
Yo. I just like to talk. When you're with your... I feel like he... I can appreciate him being himself 100% even outside of... Because mo- I'm going to tell you right now, 100... Like, 99% of the people we know on the roster, fighters that... A lot of... Y'all don't know us. At the end of the day, they don't know us. They see for... You see me for however long. Actually speaking for, like, maybe... A minute, yeah. yeah. You don't really know us, you know. What I mean? And yeah, he has his platform is where he speaks and all that. So I guess you feel like you may know him, but again, you don't know him. Like even how I am with my friends is not kind of like not what I, like on a day to day basis. If my group of friends come here and we just chilling, I'm really not. They not gonna get this version of me. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I feel like y'all don't get that version of me. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. And vice versa. So it's like it's just it's just different, you know. So I can appreciate someone who's like that. Who is themselves through and through unfiltered, unfiltered the entire time, no matter what. He's filtering himself same way. Believe that. I'm sure he has to filter himself a a little bit. I don't even mean filtering like take out the weird quote unquote weirdness or whatever. I I think even that some of that is strategic for sure, 100. percent So whatever. He's hey, he's the one who cut a big who's getting a nice check. So he's doing exactly exactly. So I think he's doing he's doing a lot of things right. Uh. Okay, let's move on. Alexander Next up, Hernandez. Alexander the Great. Um, so, yeah, actually, I, wa- I wanted to talk about this. You saw what Alexander Hernandez said about his placement on the card because previously he was on the early prelims and not on the main card. There was a direct quote coming from Alexander Hernandez that said, oh, he's on the prelim, excuse me, not early prelims. But he said, he's moved on, to the main card now, right? Now he's on the main card, exactly. But now, quote unquote, man. I'm fired the fuck up because the amount of disrespect that the UFC is showing me on this card. We have to wait four months and then I'm on the early fucking prelims. I mean, that incites me. That incites such a rage in me, so I'm coming to make a statement. I'm so fired up about that. I'm so pissed off and I'm so motivated. I'm I'm really eager to make a statement. Right. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's I, him being a little whiny and like... like I think he just wanted something to talk about. A little bit, and I he mean, just wanted to use that as fuel. I mean, maybe it bothered him, but maybe not as much as people are making it seem. Well, they they obviously asked him, "How do you feel about being probably on the early prelims?" Yeah, and he brought that up, but still, uh, Alexander Hernandez and Hanato Moicano. I feel like those are two early huge. prelims. Yeah, that's I, a bit weird. That I is guess, a weird, but it's a huge card. It is a little weird, but you know what? Honestly, it it. It is what it is. It's not placement on a card doesn't fucking matter, man. Honestly, well, early prelim, it is wild, I guess, but. Him, I don't think he's as mad as he's he's saying. If it makes him feel, as he's he's saying it makes him feel. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think that's like a crazy issue. But then again, I don't know. I don't know how he feels. I truly don't know. I, I'm me. I wouldn't give a fuck. But you're still gonna go out there and do what you gotta do. Yeah, it's more about. I don't know. You're what gonna. It's, it's more about regardless. the bag. You know yeah, what exactly, I'm saying? It's yeah. more about going to get the dub and get the win. But maybe he wants to perform. Maybe he needs that to hype himself up. I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. Uh, well, also, he changed his name to The Great Ape. Alexander The Great Ape. Not Alexander The Great anymore, so yeah. Right. Weird name changes are always weird mid-career, right? Yeah, I feel like that is kind of weird. It just never works. Yeah. Like, nobody calls you that. Yeah, they, I don't know. I feel I like mean, even if you have a nickname, and people were calling you by your nickname, and you change your name, they're still gonna call they just you. start calling you your real name. You think? Yeah. You ever notice that? I mean, I don't know. I don't see it with... Diego, the nightmare, nightmare Sanchez. Sanchez. Now we just call him Diego. Diego, the dream Sanchez. Nobody ever calls Diego Sanchez the dream. True, actually, yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. You didn't even know, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, every fighter I've seen that changed their name mid-career, 
even if they were calling that person by their actual uh, nickname, they just stopped mm. and they just started calling them by his actual name. Lion Crusher says Meta World Peace. Ron Artest. Yeah. That's another basketball player who fucking sucker punched or what did he elbow? change his name? To Meta World Peace, yeah. Damn, like, <laughs> have a, have I, when the last time you heard someone call him Meta World Peace? It's, Honestly, that is hilarious. Though. It's more, you always just hear Ron Artest. Um, if he came in a game with that name, like, yeah, all right then. Oh, give me the kitty. Liam Liam said Usman changes to the American Nightmare. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, all right. Let's talk about this fight, though. Alexander Hernandez versus Renato Moicano. Um, Renato Moicano is... Good boxing. Been around a long time. We've talked about him a bunch. When yes. he came to the UFC, he was doing well. He was on a, a three-fight win streak. Uh, wins over Calvin Cater, Cub Swanson. But then the guys he's lost to, Brian Ortega, Jose Aldo, Korean, Korean Zombie, Zombie, and Rafael Fazev. He, he said that himself that he started going back to his roots and his roots being more uh, grappling heavy. You know what I mean? Mm. More back into his jiu-jitsu. He said he got a caught, carried away. He knocked a few guys out, and he just fell in love with the boxing. But now he's like, yo, I'm going back into my old jiu-jitsu game and, and moving, changing my weight class. And you know, and he, he's, he's looked good in his last fight. You know? mm. So... Here we are. He actually competed in uh, Fury, the grappling the grappling tournament, uh, that grappling event. Wait, that same night? Not in the same night, but uh, he uh, competed. Remember the Fury event? That was no, that's what I'm saying. Ago? That night that they showed with Kevin yeah. Holland? Yeah. Oh, I didn't He know competed that, that night. Yeah. He did well, actually. I think he won via submission. I could be wrong. Huh. But I'm sure he won his match. He looked very good. Well, he also won his last fight via submission, rear naked choke over Jai Herbert in 2021 of June. Nice. He has no KOs, TKOs. He has eight submission wins and seven decisions. Uh, so, I mean, uh, against Alexander, the oh, see, it is the Great Ape. His name is, his new nickname is the Great Ape. They got it up there. But against Alexander Hernandez, um, we've seen him knock some people out, too. I mean, his yeah. USA debut, he knocked out Benil Darush. Yeah. I mean, knocked him out cold. And his last fight, too, Mike Breeden, KO win. I feel like Alexander Hernandez is honestly a good fighter. He he gets a lot of shit for that whole thing with Donald Cerrone. Donald Cerrone and him, the way he spoke and how he to lost. Him yeah, the head he kick. can't live that down. And honestly, I've even seen people online just saying how unlikable he is. Saying for that, that reason, people exactly. are like, does this guy try to play the heel? Is he trying to play the heel, or is he just that fucking unlikable? People do not like this dude. And well, for example, what I just said before about him complaining about being on the early prelims. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe he just has a chip on his shoulder, man. And, and I think he it's does. It's funny, dudes like does. this. We don't know him. That's the thing that I don't that I, that I go back to what we were talking about before. We don't know these guys. You know what I mean? So we can look from the outside from these clips that we see, and we're just like, "Yo, can this dude shut the fuck up? This guy's the worst. I hate this dude." But then you actually meet him. He's probably like a good dude. You know what I mean? He's probably a humble dude, nice guy. When you meet him in person, it's just like the the clips and the whatever narrative that fans want to hang on to, or whatever narrative you may create. In that for yourself, inadvertently or not, you know what I'm saying? It's mm. just that's just what it's gonna be, and people are gonna run with it. So it's it's tough. But also in regards to him as a fighter, I think he's a. I think I, he has ton of potential. Yeah, he's a very he's good great. fight. He's got very good wrestling. His he's like I said, knocking people out. He's got hands. I mean, his hands aren't the greatest, but I mean, he's still doing. He gives me like a kind of gives me like a Michael Chandler vibe. Kind of. You know what vibe he gives me? 
What's the dude from uh, the young kid from uh, Bellator? I've Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico. He gives me Aaron Pico vibes. Aaron Pico, same thing. Amazing wrestling. Yeah. Knockout power, but he's also gets into those fucking wars. Wars where he gets knocked out. Yeah. But I mean, still, that's that's a good comparison as well. Like I said, he gives me like Michael Chandler vibes too, as well too. But uh, I mean, I don't know him, about him as a individual. Like you said, we don't know these people. I don't really mind him at all. Because uh, I mean, this fight in general, I would not expect this fight to be in the early prelim. So I guess he could have something to complain about. Yeah. But uh, I do like him as a fighter. I really me too. I don't really care about personality. Honestly, yeah. I'm I'm here to see him fight. I feel like sometimes us as fans, we get wrapped up too much in a person, yeah. what we think a person is like. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. we don't really know these dudes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That we just kind of like, oh, I hate this guy or I love this guy. I don't know. I don't like that. Uh, but if this fight stays on the feet, I think uh, Alexander Hernandez takes it. But Agreed. Hanato Moicano is going to try and t- get it to the ground. I mean, but Hanato can box. He has long range. He's long rangey. You know what I mean? He has a nice, decent jab. A nice one, too. We'll see. He does have two inches over Alexander Hernandez. So. Her- Hernandez does do good closing the distance, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, he's really fast. He's explosive, too. But uh, matchmakers have this fight at Alexander Alexa- Alexander Hernandez, underdog at plus 150, Hanato Moicano, favorite at minus 170. Yes, sir. All right. Next up. Next, we got Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier. The number three Brunson. ranked middleweight contender versus Derek Brunson, number four ranked middleweight contender. This is gonna be a good fight. This is this actually. is a great fight, actually. Yeah, I, um, uh, I like this one a lot. My pick out the gate is um, it's a tough fight. I think it's a tough fight for Brunson. I think it's a hard fight for Brunson, and if Brunson can't get this guy to the ground, Brunson gets finished. Finish if he can't get him to the ground and keep him on the ground. And if if Cannonier is able to get up, and I think he, which he will, I believe, I think Cannonier takes this. You think? Yeah. See, I I, I feel like I have it kind of going in Derek Brunson's favor, honestly. Yeah. Why? I mean, one the takedowns. We know he can, he has good wrestling. I mean, that's what he relies on. His hands are really shit. But his ground and pound too on uh, on uh when he gets you down. His ground and pound is, is pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's very good. That's the thing. If Janineer, if Jared Cannonier can get <laughs> back, Janineer. <laughs> if Jan, if Jared Cannonier is able to get back up, though, if we see, because love Derek Brunson, but I think Derek Brunson is is a, a tad one uh, one dimensional, just well, a little I mean, bit on the feet. His he's trash. Let's be honest. Uh, I wouldn't say trash, but he he's a, not he needs some work. He's yeah. not that good on the feet. He needs some work. Where he shines. Where he's fucking top tier is an elite is on that is his wrestling his ability to get you to the ground, but if he cannot, there is it's just that's it. Mm. That's the game plan. Like if you can't get him to the ground, then it's over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, Jared Cannonier has shown and it's been proven that he's fucking hard to take down. You know what I mean? So what's his takedown defense as of right now? I'm trying to look. Let me see. Um, let's see. It is takedown defense is sixty two percent. That's pretty Which good. Is pretty good. To to Brunson's ninety four. Yeah, I mean, but obviously because Brunson, you know, he's on the Brunson's on the offense. But their their takedown accuracy is almost at the same thirty three percent for Jared Cannonier, thirty four percent for Derek Brunson. Oh, but the average takedown obviously once again for Derek Brunson three point five fifteen over point twelve for Jared Cannonier. Soap's mic is on and she's not even talking to chat. Right, she's just chilling on her phone. I'm not chilling. 
Um, Liam said Derek Brunson is blonde now. Don't count that out. Ross Revan like, said flat footed. Come on. Like, what are we talking but about? But Derek Brunson also, dude, he's on a 5 5 win streak. That's he nice. Is. He is. That's phenomenal. Listen, I'm a fan of Derek Brunson, right? Derek Brunson, that, that's my guy. We're talking stats here, and I, I got to be objective. And, you know, what I think is, I think that the this is a hard fight for him. His, I feel like his, it's a hard his, for both guys. His key fight. to victory is to get that guy to the ground and keep him there, ground and pounder. If he cannot do that, that is it. That it's done. Do All you, that extra shit is it's done. There's no other way that he can possibly win. Do you think it's easier for a fighter going into a fight that knows that that is their single? One hundred percent. If you're fighting someone that's one dimensional, that is gold. A, gl- a blessing. That's a blessing. If I'm fighting a guy. That I know only has one way to beat me. All right, say you're fighting Derek Brunson. Just don't get taken down. That's how I love oh, it. Is that simple? It's not that simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously, easier said than done. I mean, don't, don't get taken down. The motherfucker's fucking all American, whatever, right? Great, good credentials and shit. Like, it's different. You know what I mean? But if I, I'm fighting a guy as a fighter, I, I would like to think I'm very well rounded. And if I'm fighting someone who's not very well rounded, I'm going to look to expose their weaknesses. And, I mean, that's just common knowledge. Mm. So, I, I would think that Cannonier has been working his takedown defense. Mm. Well. Rasta Reverend asked, has Cannonier faced any wrestlers? Any real wrestlers? Yolan John. Shout out to my girl, Yolandi. Sub- Yo, 19 months? What? That is wild. That's, that's massive. Massive Yolandi, 19 months in a row. I appreciate you. I appreciate actually, 19, you. So. Yeah, that's almost two years. That's 19 crazy. 19 months. We've been doing this. Damn, bro. That's actually sick. Hell yeah. Yo, shout out to Yolandi, man. But to answer your question, yes, Jared Cannonier has fought, well, maybe not wrestlers, but I mean grapplers. Glover Teixeira, Dominic Reyes, uh, Jan Blahovich. I mean, not really wrestler, but uh, he, he has a win over Jack Hermanson. David Branch. Was David Branch a wrestler? David Branch is a, a BJJ black belt. Pretty good wrestler. Decent wrestling. David Branch is strong as fuck. He, well, his TKO went over him. Yeah. He retired, right? How long did he retired? No, he, he just signed. David Branch just signed with 1FC. Like oh, really? Two weeks ago, yeah. What? He's fighting. Really? His fight may be coming up soon. Yeah. I didn't know that. Damn, what the hell? I didn't know that shit. Uh, Excessive said we need blonde, blonde brown. Nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good off that. Do the uh, what's his name? Was it Carlos Felipe? Bla- dyed his hair blonde and got the tattoo under his eyes. Brawler, yeah, brawl. brawler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my dude, yeah. My dude trying to get a bag. I see what he's trying uh, to do. That's hilarious. I like him though. That is funny. Uh, who do you have in this one though? Um, you say Cannonier. Cannonier. I'm going Cannonier with this one. I think I'm taking Brunson honestly. So we will so be wrong then. Just be wrong. Exactly. Nah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Cannonier, slight favorite, minus one sixty five. Brunson, underdog, plus one forty five. Bro, if I said I had to pee again, what would you say? I'd say the alcohol is ruining your bladder. Mm. And yeah, that's it. Go ahead, go pee. Would you say I need? I'll help? just stand here like blonde Brunson until you get back. That actually be a good one. You should I do mean, that. I'm here. Yeah, I broke the seal excessive exactly. Um, I'm gonna go pee. I'll get another beer, and then I'll be back. QT says, "Get a UFC tattoo on your ass and sell it as an NFT." No, <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> you would. Once again, a YouTube video. Phil gets UFC tattoo on ass. Man, listen, you, you keep giving us ideas. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate it. 
Yo, Phil, I'm going to tell you, yo, Phil hasn't been to BJJ since we did that video. It's true. It's true. He Phil hasn't. hasn't been to BJJ since we did that video, bro. And his his excuses, y'all know what his excuse is? He was like, yo, oh, I got I got tatted, bro, so I can't. He didn't even get tatted. He got, like, shaded. And he, the tat's been done. He got a little shading, and he's scared to go to jiu-jitsu. That's not true. I will be back on uh, starting next week. Yeah, all right. Listen. Get a rash guard, bro. Two K. And it's on his foot. It's on his foot. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I I can't come to BJJ. I just, I, I might get staff if I if it'll get infected on my tattoo. He said it's staff waiting to happen. It's, it's staff waiting to happen, bro. I'm um, like, yo, if you don't want to be the next world champion, just say that. If you don't want to be the fucking best in the world. And the best version of yourself, just say that. Wadi if said, you don't want to conquer yourself every morning when okay. you wake up great. to go to the next session, just say that. Uh, Wadi said that's because you bullied his shrimping. Is that because I bullied his shrimping? Phil was in there shrimping like a shrimp under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Exessa said it's his girlfriend has him on a leash. I'm telling you, bro. That's what it is with these dudes, man. They get girlfriends and they don't know how to act. They lose themselves. They lose themselves, man. It's disappointing. I hear him flushing. He's running out to come defend himself. Do right. you think he could hear you? Oh, he 100% could hear me. These dudes get girlfriends, man, and they just... Different. They just start to move different. Super. When tennis, Randy about to give some kind of speech? <laughs> See, spilling beer. Crazy. Walks in with another beer in his hand. I hope you know I could hear every single word that was being said while I was in the bathroom. Yeah, man. I was saying, I was just saying how dudes get girlfriends and don't know how to act. They change, they lose their identity. They lose their sense of self. I agree with you. And they start to just fucking, they just, they veer off. I agree with you. The path of whatever they thought was was for them, you know what I mean? And then they just go become. I'm still still on my path, though. That's a good thing. Oh, are you? Mm -hmm. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. What? Unless even a BJJ. Uh, maybe like a week and a half ago. Yeah, but Can't tattoo. Make oh, you got bro, a tattoo? It's still healing. Is it? That looks healed to me. You got a little shading? No, he did. He added the tail. He added then, the tail too, and then shaded. But I have mm-hmm. a rash guard now, so I I'm ready to go. Pull up. Man. See now Pull I'm up. getting hashtag cuck fill in the chat. <laughs> <Are you serious? laughs> oh my lord, bro. Alright, man. My pick on this one, I'm going with I'm going with uh I'm going with Cannoneer for this one. Shout out to Brunson. This is a hard fight for both of these men. And may the best man get it done. My pick though is gonna be Cannoneer for I'm this one. I'm taking Brunson for this one, but like I said before, the odds. Derek are uh odds are Jared Cannoneer, slight favorite, minus one sixty five, Derek Brunson plus one forty five. Uh now to the co main event. Coming event, Derek Lewis, number three ranked heavyweight versus Tai Tuivasa, number 11th ranked heavyweight. Mm. Another lock, boys. Put the seatbelt on, lock in, padlock. Let Derek me Lewis. Yeah. Derek Lewis. Honestly, I was going to say, this is kind of a, t- a real tough fight for Tai Tuivasa. I, li- I love both guys, like Tai Tuivasa a lot, but I, I don't see Derek Lewis losing this one. Yeah, Derek gets it done, man. Tai Tuivasa with the shoeies. Yo. Ty, does Tai Tuivasa listen to our show? Why? You remember the last time he did a show and I, I was like, yo, listen, he needs to get a deal with the UFC. Go ahead. Get plastic cups made in the shape of a shoey. Right? 
provide it in the arena, like sell it mm. to everyone in the arena on the way in, right? If you want to buy one. And when he jumps on the cage for a shoey, <laughs> or when he walks out, the whole crowd's hitting shoes. He's doing it. And he gets a percentage of that. UFC gets a cut. Of course, they're going to want their cut. So they get a cut. Bank. Bank. Remember when we were saying that? Look what he did. I don't know if they're selling it at the arena, but He fire. has his own thing. He, he gave one to Derek Lewis. Yeah. That's mm. fire. I like it. That is kind of sick. I'm telling you, man. That was the move. Who sent him the clip from our chat? Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, I want my royalties, Ty. I need that. Please, actually. <laughs> the um, chat is pretty divided on this fight, I must say. What are they saying? Uh, 2K said Ty's a lock. Uh, Lion Crusher. Oh, Fanta Raging 2019 said dumb idea. He said, that's the troll. That's why I wasn't even going to. He said, oh, that's Lewis the tro- is too oh, good. Oh, 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 oh. oh, I'd be forgetting his Lewis, name, bro. easy money. Ty got no chance. QT said, Ty Tuivasa lock, baby. Uh, Nike Tech said, brother Derek better to perform. Nike Tech, my boy. Oh, better perform. Sorry. My bad. I, I think he that. will. I think he will. You and know. Lion Crusher said, the UFC watches the show, Randy. I know they do. I've been told. Wow. That's big stuff. When yeah. Tenor said Derek is killing him, if Ty was almost finished by Greg, Lewis definitely got this. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. His fight against Greg, Greg the Hardy. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, his fight against Greg Hardy. Yeah, he was he was almost finished. He was hurt. He was rocked. So that means the next man going to rock him because he always got, <laughs> he got rocked by another man? But if man? he got rocked by a similar man. What? He's similar. Oh, well, then I don't know. Derek Lewis is better than you. Greg Hardy. Yeah, well then there Yo, Derek you. Lewis fights like he doesn't have a care in the world. He just moves like he don't give a fuck about nothing. Mm. He just walk. He doesn't really want to expend too much energy when he's fighting. He's just walking mad weight on that back leg. When I see him fight, I'm like, damn, bro. Thrown mad. He just walks at you. He doesn't even take any damage. You notice that? Mm. He don't take a lot of damage. His, his greatest, not his greatest knockout, but one of my favorite knockouts by him has to be Curtis Blades. Yeah. Bro, where he just... Uppercuts, he said. I mean, obviously, you know, Curtis Blaze is going to go for the takedown. He, yeah. he knew that. He's like, Curtis Blaze was that. on that ass though prior to. <laughs> I'm not gonna but, hold you. But as soon as he goes for one uh, another takedown, bro, just perfect Stiff. uppercut, and you just see him fall straight forward. Damn, the yeah. amount of power that dude carries is ridiculous. Mm. Yo, his celebration too is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he slams the ground. Do you know what that is, right? What you know? They almost banned it. Apparently, I heard somewhere that uh. They almost, the first time he did it, they told him not to do it. Like, they almost banned him from doing it. Like, he can't celebrate like that. What is it supposed to be, though? It's him going deep. Is that what it is? Yeah. Missionary position. (laughs) Him going deep. (laughs) I I thought he was trying to be a whale. No. No, That's him going deep. Like a dragon. That's him going deep. And then he goes down there and just gives one heavy stroke. he does. One long stroke. (laughs) That's funny as hell That's a good celebration That is a good one Now it's just fucking People don't even know what it is It's just you see it You're just like Oh it's Derek Lewis I mean Dad, He deserves to deal with that With the most knockouts In UFC history Absolutely uh, But once again In this one I don't see Derek Lewis Losing Like I, I really don't I like Ty Tuivasa a lot But I just think Derek Lewis is the better fighter uh, More And more power too Yep I agree I agree um, Derek Lewis, favorite at minus 180. Tai Tuivasa, underdog, plus 155. All right. Main event, I got one more lock for y'all. I got one more lock for y'all, boys. That's five locks? Five locks. 
Well, main event, Israel Adesanya, the champion, versus Robert Whitaker, number one ranked middleweight contender. Pick any three to parlay. Pick Ooh. any three to parlay and just come link me back. A first-time chat viewer, Gil Gilgio Salexander says Izzy, all caps. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. The last style bender. That's the one. Israel Adesanya That's a lock? gets it done. That's my lock. That's it. That's it. I Easy got nothing that. to say. <laughs> if you were here and see my my breakdown of this last fight, I went live and I did a full breakdown of Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker. Um, I paused it, rewinded it. I paused it, rewind, pause, rewind. We was oh, on here for like an out. hour. Camera went, camera went out. So if just bust us with the next battery. Sorry, it'll be right back out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I kept pausing it and I broke down inch by inch, round by round, and. I've come to the conclusion that no matter how they hype this up and the different approach that Robert Whitaker is going to have, I mean, no two fights are the same. Israel Adesanya beat him on such a basic level, mm. no matter how we try to put it. He schooled him. He beat, he schooled him and he range managed him like a motherfucker. And it was just, he just used angles, lateral movement on his way back. Whitaker was so frustrated. You see him literally running in. The entire charging, trying to catch yeah. him, charging at him, could not catch him. And I think it's the same fight over again. So he, yeah, go on. He'll try takedowns, but I, I don't know. he doesn't know. have bad takedown defense. He doesn't. So I don't know how successful that's going to be. But um, You see him being, being finished again? That I can't call. That I can't call. Just, you know, you know, it's the fight game. Mm. But it's a possibility. But I know Israel Adesanya gets it done. This will be a lock. Mm. <laughs> lock number five. But uh, people in chat say... Uh, Robert Whitaker is honestly they're, they're saying he's going to win Alright But I'm going to go with you And agree with Israel Adesanya I think he takes this one Yes sir And uh, I think he could finish it I don't I don't see why not I mean For whatever However better Both guys have gotten As they both say they have Robert Whitaker's new Approach And, and Izzy's like Oh he's got a new Whatever I'm, I'm the same thing I'm getting better every time I I do fully believe that Uh Adesanya is just the best fighter in the middleweight division. Yeah, right like, now he 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 already almost lapped the division. Like, yeah. What else are you gonna do? He dude he he came in the UFC at twenty eighteen. Look at him, he's on his what? How many title defenses already? Like damn, yeah. Uh, peeled muff cap, peeled muffin cap said, <laughs> "Is he KO head kick?" Oh, to the T. Peeled muffin cap. Now that's a fire name. That's a good one. Yeah. That's funny. First time chat viewer. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, once again, I don't, I don't, I don't see Adesanya losing. Like I said before, I don't, I don't see Derek lose it, Lewis losing. I don't see Adesanya losing this one. I do like Robert Whitaker a lot though. So I mean, all right, it's fair. Adesanya the favorite though in this title defense at minus two eighty. Robert Whitaker is the underdog at plus two twenty five. So. Chat, let us know who we got winning. I, I've only seen Robert Whitaker people saying. Chris Lesu, Chris Lesu said, I got Izzy, but Whitaker's been working on his wrestling a shit ton. Rasta Reverend says, um, oh, chat jumped up. Where is he at? I lost you. Uh, he says, I think I think it def- it depends on how many kicks, Robert, how many risks Robert takes. Mm, true. Like we said last fight, he was frustrated running forward. 
uh, just throwing wild shots, trying to hit Izzy. But, but he have to take those risks with a guy like that has a huge reach advantage over you like that. You're gonna have to take them kind of risks. You know what I mean? Mm. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, drop me some news, Mama. All right. Me? No, not you. Oh, some news. Well, we already spoke about it a little bit, but. Israel Adesanya has signed new quote-unquote lucrative multi-fight deal with the UFC and has said to be the second paid highest fighter on the current UFC roster. Huge. Going into this fight too, that's got to feel nice. Huge for the culture of MMA. Huge for um, the next generation. And it's baby steps, man. It's baby steps and I appreciate it. I love that. I agree. Not to I mention, mean, he signed. He. I don't know how this fight materialized, though. Like how this contract came um, about. Granted, we know his worth. The dude is massive, massive star. Superstar. Um, he he bra- he blurs lines. He breaks it. He's he, he breaks into uh, mainstream easily. Like he said, um, he does so many things right. He does everything right. You know. Um, entertainer. He's an not only a great fighter, but he's also an entertainer. People are going to tune in. Casuals will tune in to see him fight mm. just the same way they tuned in for Connor. So, um, shout out to him. Mm. Shout out to him. Deserved. Uh, but he, well deserved. So, but apparently he didn't sign that contract up until two or three days ago. Which is wild. So, that was a ton of leverage because if he decided, hey, all right, well, I'm not going to fight then. I'll walk away from all this right now. There is no show. Mm. We'll shut this whole shit down then. What are y'all going to do? I gotta pay him what he wants. We we've came this far. All the money put into promo, everything else. They gotta pay pay him. So that that was that was interesting. Uh, and once again, UFC debut in twenty eighteen. He's already doing this, all this shit. So that's legendary right there. Absolutely. Um, a tone three hundred one says, "Damn, I'm late." Brunson or Jared? Um, Jared. I took uh, Jared. He took Brunson. I say Derek Brunson. Um, you want to make some money? Rude boy got the picks. Rude boy got the picks. Give him the locks. The locks? Oh, you know he doesn't know the locks? What are the locks? What are the locks again? (laughs) Tell him the locks. Uh, We got to run through the card. The locks. We're doing it for you, Aton. Tell him the locks. Locks were Jeremiah Wells. Um, Carlos Ulberg. Did you say Andre Olaski? No, but that's a pick. Bobby Green. Bobby Green's another lock. And... Who's the fourth one? Who's the fifth one? Oh, fifth one, Adesanya and Derek Lewis. Adesanya, Derek Lewis. Those go. are my locks. There you go. Those um, are locks. What's this guy's name? Alexander. He says, did y'all see the video of Matt Schell um, defending pay? Well, he's not a UFC fighter, is he? Mm. Is he? Is that the comedian, right? That tall dude? Matt Schnell? Yeah. He is a fighter. Move this man! He's a flyweight. Man, send him home, bro. Send him home. Yeah, we're we're good. Some people don't know their words. It's okay. Mm. okay. I would never bash the UFC over pay. But everybody wants more money. Mm, Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I don't know the particulars on their side, the numbers and all that. I mean, I'm not a businessman in that uh, sense. So I don't know know what can or can't be done. Do I want more money? Of course. Who doesn't want more money? You know what I mean? Do I think that fighters deserve more money? 100 fucking percent. What are you talking about? Mm. So anybody that's, that defends that, they could kiss my ass, bro. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? 
Who doesn't want more money? You don't think you deserve more money? As a fighter, you don't think you deserve more money? I say you definitely do. No matter so, what. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of here. I would not I would never. I would never. <laughs> you know, but I also would never. I would never say no to money. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a lie. I would say no to money. But I, I would actually. Dependent. I would never go against the company. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, do I feel like I deserve it? Absolutely. As a fighter, 100%. So fighters that I see do that, watch out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying he's supposed to fight in this card, but he it pulled out because Alex Perez missed weight by two pounds. So by two pounds? Yeah, he pulled out, and he declined the fight. He ain't want to fight in the first place. Yeah, he's talking about fighter. He, he ain't want to fight, and he talking about fighter. Like, go home, bro. Go home. Like, why are we even talking about this? Uh, dude? This funny. Um, all right, some more news. Diego Lima has announced his retirement from MMA after eleven fights in the UFC. Diego Lima? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, he, he was just recently cornering, uh, what's his name? Uh, they fought last one, Brian B- Battle and uh, yeah. Trey Sean. What's his name? I, don't, I saw him in the corner, I remember. Him and his brother were both, the Lima brothers were cornering yeah. him. So I, f- I feel like he's he's opening a gym or doing something he's like had that. A, he had a great run. He had a, a, a long career, actually. I remember watching him way before I was in the UFC. Him and his brother. Oh, congrats, congrats to him. Yeah, I mean, all the best, I would yeah. say. Um, Andre Ewell has been cut from the UFC, tweeting, oh. quote-unquote, there's more to the story, but hey, thank you, at UFC, praying emoji. There's more to the story. So Andre Ewell is not in the UFC anymore. You've got my attention. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> also <I've> heard. <laughs> so. That could mean so many things. Oh, man. I think he'll be back. I I saw the tweet. And, um, you know, I like Andre Wool a lot, man. I think he's so exciting. Um, Just stylistically, I feel like there's so many things in his game that could have changed. Maybe, I don't want to say switch camp, but go out and and seek to evolve. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. And find other players equally as skilled as you or more, you know. Maybe he was dealing with, I mean, I don't know what he was doing, injuries and stuff, but I feel but like But he primarily boxed every time he fought. I feel like his last fight, Charles Jordan, that fight didn't help him where he got no, fucking it didn't. He moved up a weight kicks. class. Yeah. And it was hard, man. It was hard. But I feel like I, I, I like him a lot. I love his personality. That dude is the happiest person in the motherfucking room. And um, he's just super positive. And just his fight style is always exciting. I just felt like he always boxed. Mm-hmm. Everything he posted was just him boxing. Every time he fought, he always like moved like a boxer through fast hands. Just it's like, which is great. I love that. But you know me, I I box myself. But mixed martial arts, man. Mm. You know, it's what it is. But I hope to see him back. That dude's exciting. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, I think we do. Um, Get another second chance, hopefully. But uh, some more news. New York's very own Brian Kelleher back in the octagon to fight undefeated prospect Umar Nurmagomedov March 5th in Las Vegas. Nice. He doesn't rest, does he? No, he's no, honestly, dude, he just and he, he just signed a new deal too. Who? Uh, Brian Kelleher. Oh, yeah, that dude is. He, he, he's running Beast it mode, up. yeah. He's running it up, bro. Beast mode, for real. Oh. I like him. I like him a lot. QT Friend says, Whitey just did a five fight parlay on your locks. LOL. No way. He There's did. No LOL. There's no no way. <laughs> Yo, go get that bread. Even though I know he only put like he only put like what like twenty dollars yeah. or some shit just to just to be funny later if one of them lose so he could come and talk shit. But he's a super troll. But anyway, go get that bread. And when you when you when that parlay comes up good, 
Just watch. You're going to wish you put more money. You're going to be gifting us subs like crazy. Better. Um, all right, we got a main event. Headline event at UFC Columbus on March 26th. Curtis Blades versus Chris Dawkins. We just saw Chris Dawkins. Actually, both got, both of these last fights are knockouts to Derek Lewis. Chris Dawkins and Curtis Blades. Yeah. Did Curtis Blades fight? After that, no, I don't think I, he did. I don't think so. I don't think he's fought yet. So both guys are coming off knockout losses to uh, Derek Lewis. Curtis Blades is a motherfucker, though. That dude, I think that he's he has he his wrestling is crazy for the heavyweight. He has the best wrestling in the heavyweight division. I still think he has a a solid run. Oh yeah, for sure, no doubt about that. Yeah, I think yeah. he still has a solid run, man. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I got random ass news. This is really it. Also, speaking about Diego Lima, he actually had a fight scheduled for April 16th against Miguel Beza, but uh, he retired, so that's no longer happening. Oh, wow. I so I feel that, like something might have just works. came up, right? Like, if he just decided, well, he said God spoke to him, so, I mean, maybe he had one in-touch moment. <laughs> yep, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Who spoke to him? God did. What God said. You got other plans, bro. Like what? You didn't say? Open the gym? I don't know. You didn't say. He had a fight scheduled. April 16th. Sus. That's weird. Sus. Why, maybe wanting more money? Mm, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't be knowing what, what's going on with these dudes. Like, he retired. How old is he? Let me explain. Maybe he just didn't get what he wanted. Maybe it was just like, you know what? I'd rather just retire. I don't know. Once again, when God speaks to you, you know, he's 33 years old. <laughs> but when God talks to you, you got to listen. Yeah, maybe he felt like, all right, well, just the skill where I'm at now and how I feel is just, it's just not there. I guess so. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but. You know what? You know, somebody told me something today where they felt like nobody wants to fight behind themselves in the rankings, right? Outside of the top 15, you just, you just, you, you hustling. You just got to get it, get it how you could get it and just keep pushing, right? Things get muddy in the top, and when you start to go into the top 15, you know what I'm saying? Like people want to, nobody wants to fight each other, especially at welterweight. That shit is fucking gridlocked. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like nobody wants to fight a person behind them. Everybody wants to move forward. And there's guys who are willing to just retire. There's guys who I know personally who are just like, yo, I will not fight this guy. Not specifically because of that guy. Because there's, I don't think anyone, he's afraid of anyone. But it's just like, yo, I'm just not going to fight this. I'm not, I will retire. I need to make a run. I'm X amount of, this is my age. I'm older now. You know what I mean? I don't have time. I want to fight for a title. I want to do. I have the ability. Highly skilled guy, and it's like, yo, I agree. Do it. He's like, yo, if do I don't, if do, I don't, yeah. if they force me, they 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 force me to fight this guy. I'll, I won't. I will retire before I fight. I want to move forward. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's what's going on up there, <laughs> in the numbers. Like when you when you when you in top fifteen, whatever division. Guys don't want to fight, man. I think especially weight classes like 155 
and fucking welterweight. That those divisions are gridlocked, man. And dudes, mm-hmm. nobody wants to fight a person behind them. And I feel like the guys who do get rewarded are the guys who will take the chance, who mm-hmm. will fight a guy behind them. It's just like, yo, I'm here, man. I'm gonna fight. I don't care who it is. I'm here to fight, so I'm gonna fight. And I think, you know, you gotta take those chances sometimes and just step up instead of trying to play the game. But but also playing the game the has 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 you know played out well Risks for a ton of people. Rewards. You know, so yeah, but it is definitely a business at that point, which mm. is it's weird. Uh, that's all about the news I have, though. All right, yo, yo, what's the scenario? <laughs> we are watching the fights tomorrow. Join us in Discord! Exclamation point! Discord in the chat. If you're not in our Discord. Um, our Discord is funny as fuck. Yeah, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd be dying at work while reading everything. Yeah, man. Jump in on our Discord. Come show us some love. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us today. We'll watch the fights in Discord probably and chat about it then. Um, on Sunday. Companion? No, but on Sunday, <laughs> um, I would have said it. But on Sunday, we're doing the post fight show. So if those locks were fucked up and my locks come. Come come and talk shit. I know y'all can't wait. How'd you to. go own five? I would never. <laughs> I would never. Them locks are good. Wadi's gonna kill you. But uh yo, thank y'all again for coming through, kicking it with us. Yo, see y'all on why well, I keep saying yo. Right? See y'all <laughs> on, see y'all on uh on Sunday. So and I got fight news coming soon. Hey, there you Big go. News, That's what so. we're waiting for. Uh Mouty Mouth said, I've got a meme upcoming about William Knight's weight weight miss. Put it in the Discord, bro. Yes, we will see it. Drop it. Enjoy your night, your day, wherever you guys may be. We uh, will see you guys Sunday. Thanks. Adios. Enjoy the fights. Should I drop that rain on them? Bye.